This episode of To Be Continued, a fanboy podcast, is brought to you by Amasta Design. Servicing clients domestic and international, Amasta is here to help you through the different phases to transform your space into a reflection of you. Go to amastadesign.com. Amasta, spelled A-M-A-S-T-A, design.com. Rolling Press, a Brooklyn Park Slope-based business that can help you print books, magazines, zines, and comics for anyone who wants to start their own thing. Rolling Press, an eco-friendly printing company. Go to www.rollingpress.com. Roro Cakes, specialty baking, little bites of yumminess, and indulgences. Follow Roro Cakes at facebook.com slash rorocakes and place your order today. Last but not least, Pancake Studios cuffing your audio recordings, production, mixing, and mastering needs. Pancake Studios set at the heart of Brooklyn also happens to be the home of To Be Continued, a fanboy podcast. And when we started the podcast, Jonathan made a home for us here and continues to produce quality. Whether you're a musician, filmmaker, working in media like podcasting, look no further than Pancake Studios. Go to www.pancakestudios.net. To Be Continued is an adult podcast for adults by adults. We may talk about superheroes, sci-fi, comic books, and all sorts of similar crap like that, but we may use adult and frank language when we do so. This is not a podcast for kids, brothers and sisters. Enjoy. Uh, could I hear that back? Sure. Um, let's take out, um, that and insert that with... All right, uh, hang on, let me, let me get that. Uh, can I get anyone coffee? Time to make the donuts! What? John! The Joker. Hello, fanboys! Thanks for taking notice. Indeed, it is the clown prince of crime, Mark Hep. The Joker! Jonathan, what did you do to him? Oh, him? He's not dead. Not yet. I think... <laughs> He's just temporarily out. Besides, I'll need him for my very own... Podcast! This is not a podcast for kids, brothers and sisters! Wait, wait, you're, you're making a podcast? What, what, what's it called? How'd you even hear about our podcast? Why, on iTunes and Google Play, of course... Dude, he just knocked out Jonathan. Yeah, but it's the Joker. The fucking Joker! The clown prince of you, you know. Fellas, why are we whispering? I'm still in the room. <laughs> I think we need to re-edit your last Road to Justice podcast episode. Oh, uh, what happened? Johnny Boy, let's get you back on the driver's seat, shall we? Uh, huh? John, just don't make any sudden... Oh, shit! You shot Ed! And, and Jonathan! That's a... That's a prank gun, right? I, I, I mean, with the, with the flag and all, right? Relax. Rubber bullets. Uh, I think. <laughs> <laughs> now, on to some podcasting. Just... Just, uh, 
Could I hear you speak in the mic, Mr. Jo Joker? Please, please, Mr. Bane. Mr. Joker, sir, will do. Man can stand in sand. Man can set. <coughs> okay. Is everybody ready? Does everyone have their scripts? Jack Nicholson, Joker. You shall be cast as Apache Chief. Well, yeah, well, I've always wanted to say, what was it, uh... Inuk Chuck? She's a Romero, Joker. You shall be El Dorado. <laughs> Why? Uh, yes, yes. Well, let us inject some dramatic weight into this, uh... What was it called again? Ah, yes. Podcast. <laughs> uh... Shall I take off my shirt as the role demands? Absolutely not. We aren't on YouTube. There will be no visuals, Heath Ledger Joker. You shall be Samurai. Ah, uh, I'm all uh, fuzzy on everyone's superpowers. I'm starting to get a little crazy confused here. Eldorado powers are just sort of vague with the illusion casting, uh, optic blast. Multilingualism? Ah, uh, since when do both uh, Samurai and Black Vulcan have Vortex Tornado powers? I mean, uh, I'm kind of beginning to lose my mind. Well, yeah, just uh, shut up and say the lines already. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, Jared Leto, Joker. You'll be cast as the Black Vulcan. Shall I uh, take off my pants as the role demands? No, no. There'll be none of that. Oh, enough. <laughs> Page three, episode two, part one. I'll start as the server. <clears throat> Hello, welcome to Perkins. Here are your menus. My name is Brenda. I'll be your server. Can I get you some beverages to start? Gracias. Well, I'll have a coffee. Light and sweet. I will have a large grapefruit juice. May I request a bendy straw? The kind with the, uh, unique design. Uh, you, you may? I have a collection, you see. Many states, many roadside establishments. Sure. And for you, sir? You, uh, you have any green tea? I would kill for a green tea with honey. Actually, we do have green tea. Oh, hell. This script is awful. Bring in Pennyworth. And start the show. Bloody hell. What, what the meaning of this? Where's Master Bruce? Oh, dear God. Did you just kill those poor chaps? Why am I not surprised? Joker. Never looking for anything logical. Like money. You can't be bought, bullied, reasoned, unnegotiated with. You just want to watch the world burn. Yeah, yeah, yada, yada. Quit wasting time, Al, and read this before I pull the trigger. All right, um, you, uh, you may not learn anything, but if you stick around, you just might have some fun. Oh, can, I, can I do that again, please? It's possible I can do that again? I mean, after years of uh, the cigars and the brandy, I'm, I'm, I have to get emotional. The broken voice, and you may not learn. Not, no, not like this. You may not learn anything, but if you all stick All right, all right, right. Just, you just let me finish, all right? Let me finish. Wait, all right? Bloke, you may not learn anything, 
But if you stick around, you just might have some fun. You're not getting the cadences All right. right. Look, don't talk to me about bloody cadences. I beat the Nazis at football. Why the hell was Pele on your team? Look, 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 look. All right, Mr. Joker. All right. All right. Listen. All right. That makes absolutely no sense. It, it didn't make any sense when Sylvester Stallone called me up. Wait a minute. You have to do it like this. <laughs> like, like what? What? Like, like what? Like, 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 look, you, you, this is what it sounds like. I don't want to bury another Batman. Listen, all right, all right. I've, I've buried more Batman. No, I've, I've, you know I've buried more Batman than you will kill in your entire career. All right? This is To Be Continued, Fanboy Podcast. If you uh, might not learn anything, but you can stick around. You just might have some fun. And for those of you guys out there who are regular listeners, I'm Edward Ng. And uh, usually Mike, Miguel, my I'm, co-host Miguel. I'm going to be the silent partner today. Silence. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> that's just not who you Sorry, are. This is, this is a special show that Ed uh, lobbied for. I did, lobby them. I, did, I did lobby them. I did lobby them. To be um, the captain of this, of this so, show. And so set the control straight for the sun, man. I got to point out, Miguel looks like a CIA assassin. From like the fifties, he does actually. Yeah, Jaguar. No, he actually looks like the not just like anyone. He looks like the guy who, who killed, killed Kennedy. The, no, not the, Kennedy. I'm the guy who killed the guy who, who killed, killed Kennedy. Kennedy. That guy. Like I, it's, it's, Jack it's the Jack Ruby. Like <laughs> well, we have yeah. we have our guests here. Are you introduce our guests? I'm yeah, yeah. Um, you're well, goddamn uh, professional. Okay, well, you know, here we are here at Pancake Studios and uh, our. Uh, Producer with the most is uh, Jonathan Vergara. Yes. Go say hi. Thank and I just you. excellent. I just want to take the time to uh, thank our guests for coming. Uh, we have our guest Josh Sosa, who we have a personal connection, aside from the fact that uh, um, you've been ha- you've been coming to uh, our church camp, our Labor Day camps, for about what two years? That's our uh, yeah, two uh, maybe three years. You three know, years. I'm thinking about. But there's it. a deeper connection to that. Also, is that your aunt is connect is is half sister to uh, one of the godparents uh, in our wedding. So that's how we're connected too. Thank and God. everything's <laughs> one big tapestry. So, but uh, thanks for coming. I just and want to point out that when Ed me. said our wedding, he didn't mean his wedding. Oh, that's to me. right. Not not. It's not our wedding. <laughs> it's was, Ed's wedding to his wife. Right. It's I not. Was, I was worried for a second that you were going to say that. Not he, that there's anything wrong with it. I'm just aunt. saying it's nothing wrong with that. I just don't want to give the wrong impression. That's yeah, all. Yeah. I think this is twice that we've had to like just be specific yeah. on this. Like, no, we're not partners. We're not partners. In that when way. I mean partners, I don't mean that way. But <laughs> now our other guest, who I've been trying to get on the show forever. Hey, everybody. Is Alex Sherba, guitar, guitar hero extraordinaire. Yep. And I know this how because several years back and you and Jonathan are, are sort of like best friends, right? Yeah, man. Okay, you guys are also bandmates. I've been a band I've been in a, a bandmate with you yeah. in 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 Absolutely, yeah. man. Right. So, going years back, I remember we jammed. Yep. And the guy busted out Eruption. Van Halen's <laughs> Eruption. You remember that very well. Uh, yeah, and man. I said to this guy, I said to myself, <laughs> I like this guy. I like this guy a lot. This guy must know about Batman. And he was right. <laughs> <laughs> he was right. He was right. Well, there was one particular gig that we we played. Yeah. The Halloween um, gig. The right? Halloween gig. Yeah. And I, I went as Wolverine. And yep. you had the, the, Venom the Venom mask, mask on. Yeah. And I was like, 
you know, you're into comic books and stuff like that. And yeah, you, man. And then you, yeah, you just pretty much. All right, can I just can I interject here? Uh, David Lee Roth. He 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 could have been a Batman villain, right? Uh, I mean, like David, like literally, like not like not yeah, like, not not no, not not, not, not play him, just David Lee Roth. David Lee no, Roth. I'm gonna go deeper with the question. The and, guy and, knew yeah. the guy knew martial arts. Yeah. Question mark, question mark. Well, he always had, didn't he always have like his Kung Fu master Dude, like, when he was on tour? He would take the, like a, a mic stand and twirl it like a wushu master. <laughs> but the, he also used to, used to do a wushu sword too. Well, he has it in the video. I right? don't. So that's why I'm, He's I'm, still I'm asking. In way, way better shape at like 65. Than that, anyone in this room. Except for the Red Rocker himself. The Red Rocker. <laughs> well, yeah, no, Sammy Hagar. Yeah. But at this point, and we're not getting gonna get into it, but the real villains in this story. Yeah. Eddie and Alex. <laughs> not, <laughs> not, not, not Alex, not you, no, Alex. It's, but. it's honestly kind of true. But but <clears throat> to be fair. This is oh, and Wolfgang. Let's put him in there, too. <laughs> they could have <laughs> been a two-piece, and they would have still been the biggest band in the world. So I'll give them that. <laughs> hey, there's no, there's no like, kind of denying it was that. Night Rush is the biggest band in the world. You're right. Okay, let's, but they're oh, not a band God. anymore. But anyway. Oh, God. Anyway. Um, so so today, I think we have another connection, too, though. What's that? Well, my aunt actually killed your parents in a robbery gone bad. <laughs> <laughs> my parents? Yeah, your parents. It was for my a birth necklace. Parents? The, pr- the and difference your dad is struggled. Exactly. The difference is that Ed <laughs> did not have a trust fund. His mm. parents were very didn't really use the money well. Yeah, they yeah. And man. so it's kind of just like, you know, I would have ended gonna, up like Catman. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Which which is a great segue or maybe what, not to what the show what is all about. about. Now, um we We've done a. Uh, uh, we're on the road to justice. We're we're on the series. We're and we're. How long are we away from Justice League? I don't Dude, know. Like what, it's two weeks. 11th, yeah, right? two weeks. Yeah, and two. Jesus. The reviews are already out because people have already. Well, the social it. the social media embargo was. But uh, they lifted. just say like, cool. No one's gonna say it sucks on those reviews. No, you'd be surprised. No, I'm, yeah. I'm very. I am very much in the online world. And uh, on the online tr- world, believe me, it there's 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 no nerd like a loud nerd, and they will. No, but they're not allowed to do like a real review yet, right? Well, the social yeah. media embargo is been lifted, and it's and it's no and it's, like a real <laughs> review where you say like this movie. All I've heard stars. is that all I've heard is that stick around because there's going to be two post credit scenes. Right, that's all I've heard in terms okay. of spoiler. Well, right? that was you know? a regret when we did that. We did that for Thor. Let's not get into that. They were, <laughs> they were horrible. Let's not I let's not get into it. that right. because the, yeah. the, it was just like it was kind of like they know that they know that everyone's going to stay now, and now they're just fucking with us. Absolutely. <laughs> but uh, we're yeah we we did the Road to Justice Wonder Woman. We right. we're oh my God everything's hitting us, and I keep saying this everything is hitting us all at once like gangbusters. Right. Uh, still in pre-production. Flash. You got Flash. You know, yeah. Still in pre-production. Aquaman, Aquaman slash Cyborg. Cyborg. You know th- that has to be released, like hopefully to- by tomorrow. Wait, 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 now, wait, wait. one movie for both of them. Or no, 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 no. One uh, uh, for us. We're for us. Right. Our podcast. So, and then and so oh, today okay. we're we're batting cleanup here with Batman, and then we're well, and then yeah, the, the idea is that you know, like, what if we were to do Superman post Justice right. League, Just, which makes a lot of sense. That you does know? make also, a lot of sense. also, also because it it alleviated the workload on us. Yeah, pretty much. Because <laughs> we're yeah. gonna do the review for the movie, and then it's like, okay, and then we can get to Superman afterward. Because we'll, we'll include that as like the tail yeah. end. And listen, and now he's back alive again. It's the Spoiler alert: it's, it's not gonna be all like it, yes, it's fun and games, but it's <clears throat> even though Superman's gonna be after the movie, and we we're looking at you know the Last Jedi. 
just right around the corner. It's gonna everything is hitting it's us a lot. Of, at once. It's a lot of no, stuff. It's, it's so. a lot this of is stuff. by yeah. far uh, in terms of the uh, this year, 2017. It's a rich it's, year. Grand, you know, this is this is this is the nuclear war of all of all. That's a lot of stuff. Well, like I said, we have Avengers is Christmas or no? No, it's uh, it's in the summer. Yeah, yeah, summer. Yeah, twenty. I know twenty eighteen is gonna have like nine. Yeah, Black Panther. But Black Panther kicks it off in February, so it's like there's no rest up for it. For some reason, I thought that was also like a Christmas release. But this is the Batman show, which, by the way, again, yes, Miguel said I had to lobby for it because. Batman holds a very, very special place in my heart, you know, and that he, I, I like. <laughs> um, and by the way, before I get into that, uh, today is 11 11 17. Make uh, a veteran, wish. Veterans Day. Oh. Uh, something that's very, that's very important in here in, here in the US. It's a, a, please go and thank a veteran, you know, yet. Yeah, yes, we're you know whether what whatever your political leanings are, you know there are people in this world who, who um, serve this country and they give their efforts and they they do don't the, decide the, where they go, they're told where to go and what to do. Yeah, and it's that you know you it's you can't hold them accountable for whatever. If you have whatever your political leanings are, they go where they are told to go yeah. and do what they are told to do. Yeah. It's our responsibility as a citizenry. To make sure that where they are being sent and what they are doing is the right or, you know, the proper thing. And to it's do. not a discussion about war, but I will say this. What is it good for? The war and crime is never ending when we're talking about that. <laughs> you, yeah, see how he, like that. you see how he did it? You see how he just turned it right back? He did it. So, um, so we call it switcheroo. I, you know, today's show is going to be very different than what we normally do. You know, where we, if we're hitting a particular character or a particular movie, you know, we want to get into the history and everything. There's just so much history uh, with Batman. You know, like, and I was just saying, I printed out this this thing from Wikipedia. This is 25 <laughs> pages over here. This is 24 pages. And I'm like, here's this known. He killed a forest. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. like, uh, we can get into 70 plus Eventually, yeah. eventually. This could be like five shows if you wanted e- it to. Eventually, yes, Bill, Bob Kane, Bill Finger, you know, these names will will, will, will come up in, in, in the conversation. But what I want to do is more of a kind of a roundtable. I have several questions that I'll just present. And everyone, you know, will have their chance and opportunity to just give their two cents into it. So, cool. um, but I just want to give you a personal experience of what Batman, um, what he's been in my life, you know. And it's, you know, people say this, you know, I, I'm a Christian, right? So people say this when we, uh, when we have... Bible study, it's like, well, what does Jesus mean in your life? <laughs> Batman is, see, you know what I'm talking about because you're, you're church go like, here too. So. The <laughs> but in fact, I have vengeance. <laughs> but in fact, you know, like as a fanboy, I have to really admit, come to admittance that Batman is religious in, in some respect, you know, like, um, and this are is st- why. Are you stealing my bit? Am I really? You're Maybe my your bit. <laughs> my bit has been. What is my always bit? I've always said. Oh, you're a superman. Uh, your Superman is your priest. Well, well, no, my, and my savior. But, but not just that. <laughs> I've always said that this comic books is mythology. It is religion. Mm-hmm. Mythology. What we call mythology, you know, from thousands of years ago, was actual religion. People believed in Zeus. They believed. They did things, you know, based on the stories that the, you know they were instructional for their lives. And I've always said that. You know, the the gods of the Near East 
uh, and of the classical Greek and Roman gods, which in, to a certain degree, even the, the, the Norse gods are mm -hmm. kind of uh, somewhat based on or influenced by. Those gods, uh, right before World War II broke out, took off their robes and their sandals and they put on capes and spandex and that they superheroes occupy the same kind of space within the mind. Well, in a way, in a way. I mean, only look, look, if you're like, it's raining out, Batman's crying again. It's not to that level, obviously. I mean, no, 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 obviously, obviously, the difference is, is that there is a knowledge, there is a, um, yeah. there's a knowledge of them being fictional. Yeah. That said, uh, get into an argument online with someone about Batman or Superman, and they will act emotionally <laughs> as though they are real. People, sure. you know what I mean? It's just that. We know that if someone kills someone because Batman told them to, we know they're crazy. Okay? Well, there's, like I said, one time we were, um, we were online. We went to see, we went to see Stephen Colbert on his first week when he got to, when he got his new show. Right. Yeah. Right. We, uh, standing right in front of us was a, was a guy, ink, all inked up. Tatted to the max. Immediately, we got into a conversation. And uh, the fanboy stuff. About Star Wars. And, and the guy Lord. was just like, you know, like. Fuck George Lucas, you know, like, whoa, 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 because he had this whole thing about the prequels, you know, and this and what is was, the, and what was my strategy in dealing with that? I don't, well, I don't my know. My strategy in dealing with that was he was like, just like, uh, 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 and I was like, yeah, I don't know about that. But this like, is I didn't engage him in the same intensity level because whatever your feelings are, my feelings at this point in my in my fanboyism is like, this is all fictional, guys. Let's <laughs> let's ease up. Yeah. Let's understand that. Let's have more well, fun this is, with this is, it rather this... than, and don't get me wrong. I can go toe to toe with them on all this crappy nerd shit as much as the next guy. That's what I but was trying that, to get. Like, that's that's what I had back. to go. Like when we did our regular show. you want to die for it. At least not online to see Stephen Colbert. I mean, I got our, our, right, our Ragnarok show, um, you had some strong feelings, even yes. though you liked it. You did say that you liked it a lot. Yeah, it's enjoyable. I had to go, you know, the sun is coming down, big guy. <laughs> yeah, the sun is coming just, down, big guy. That's just you being a smart ass. <laughs> that's just you. Okay, so, as though I don't, I'm not self-aware enough to know that. Uh, I'll, I'll go around, but yeah, I'd like to start, which is that, you know, I'm um, I'm in my 40s. I grew up in, uh, um, to immigrant parents and in, in Jersey City, the ass end of Jersey City. <laughs> yeah, I didn't move out to Brooklyn until I was about six. And even back then, just growing up and where... There were only about, what, you had three networks. Right. You had your local network, Channel 11, which... Uh, Unlike kids today, we had 13 channels tops. Yeah, but there were things that you there were of ubiquity. There was right. Star Trek. Right. Batman 66. Uh -huh. Okay. Mork right. and Mindy. You know, or whatever. You know, like, but the bottom line is that Batman 66, that was always playing in the background, no matter what. Every day after school, you'd come home. Na, 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 Batman, you know, and you watched it, whether it was good or not, whether you recognized whether it was good or not, you know, and it wasn't surprising. It, it wasn't until later on that I discovered, whoa, Bruce Lee was in a, was a sort of in a connected show <laughs> called The, the Green, Green Hornet, Hornet, where, by the way, they call in Hollywood, the Kato show, the Kato you know, as we all Hong know. Kong, right. That's, yes. that's... But yeah, I mean, and then coming for a long time, it wasn't, it wasn't really anything but Batman 66. And then, yes, I moved to Brooklyn. Uh, we, uh, I lived, I, this is in, um, Borough Park, Sunset Park. Yep. Right around the corner, there was a comic book shop right there. And I spent every day after school, 
hanging out at the comic book shop. You know, just to, just taking him out of the covers. And sometimes, you know, Joe would have to say, no, you, you can't. You, listen, you, you got to buy him if you, you can't touch him. You, you <laughs> Ain't gotta no buy library him. kid. Right. <laughs> so, um, but that's before the days of Wikipedia. That's where I got most of my stuff, whether it was X-Men. George Perez stuff. We were just talking about George Perez. And, and you know, well, you know, to, you know, given, you know, our background, kind of similar, there is that sort of like, that's where the intensity comes from. That is kind of what separates the nerd. And even you got musicians here. Sure. Right. What were you doing at 14, but making your fingers bleed? You weren't out there carousing, trying to find chicks. You were up in your room with oh, your no, guitar. I, I was trying to. You were trying. You were doing that, but that you were doing that to carouse with the chicks. <laughs> but in order to do that, you had to get good. <clears throat> you had to put the time in, and it's the same thing. You want to be the expert on these characters. You want to know everything, so it's like I'm going to find everything I can. Well, be Alex, before you before you came, <laughs> yeah, in. that was a, that was not a good sound. It was not a sound plan. Before you came plan. in, we were just telling Josh and Josh, you, you're you're just fairly younger, even though you, I'm pretty sure you're knowledgeable. Is that uh, I don't know if you remember Who's Who, DC's Who's Who. It was a comic series. Well, it was basically like the A to Z of. Well, oh if, yeah, if you, yeah. If you it was knew, like, if you it was knew like the, the encyclopedia of the Marvel universe, right, right, DC. right, right, okay, right yeah. exactly. And I was a Marvel kid growing up. I liked Batman, but I literally would like cut off everything else. Basically, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, it's like Batman, and then schism, and then Marvel. Yeah. Well, guys, I, I I was growing up. I was growing up with, you know. These were my heroes, Zorro, Han Solo, and Superman. You know, Batman wasn't even on the yeah, spectrum you said, at the you moment. said that it wasn't until like the 89, right? Um, yeah, I would have to say that. The first, that, the first, like, no, the second wave of Batman. I recall reading the, the Batman Family Digest. Okay. That was very Silver Age <laughs> stuff, right? Very Silver Age. You, in the back of the panel, had the old Bat, the Batman Family. You had the um, Batwoman. Yeah. Batmite was hanging out, uh, right? hanging out yeah, out yeah. there, and I and I it wasn't in like in my research that I realized, oh, they were created to offset the whole gay Superman theory, you know that. that well, was, yeah. Well, the, well, the, well. What's again, the that gay whole, Superman theory. No, not he's uh, more Batman because that was the whole thing. Uh, uh, so, no, there was I'm all sorry, these, all Batman, these, Batman, all of the, a lot, especially in DC because it's not that prevalent in Superman Marvel books. But you know, you colors. you have all these like uh, sidekick characters, yeah, yeah, Speedy, yeah, yeah. Kid Flash, yeah. Aqualad, and it's like. All with these single men. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and Batman, especially because Batman is just so, you know, and even in the early days, it's like he's so dedicated to crime fighting. It's like he never really has time for a girlfriend. It's like, yeah. oh, occasionally Catwoman will try the seduction thing, but it's like, no, no, I'm too pure for that. I got to go hang out with my friend, you know, who's a. Are they getting married? Is that happening? Yeah, I got Seems knows. to be. Last Seems I heard, be. Catwoman. Like uh, proposed. Catwoman was killed by the Joker. Oh, no, he proposed. Right? I mean, I don't know. Oh, when okay, she okay. was with yeah. the Justice League, right? So I don't even that's, know. Again, I, don't know. That's I just all. remember seeing the comic and he's like <laughs> really awkward. Like, and then you like, you know, Neil Adams. I, you know, I did pick up some Neil, Neil so Adams some, along well, like you said, Oh, yeah, Neil Adams is the man. was one of those things about that when we were growing up because some of that stuff was a little earlier than us. But through that, through like those digests, reprints, sometimes the small like collected books, we could read. So they would put out something and it'd be like, "Well, that's ten years before my time, but I'm getting to, I'm getting to read this kind of foundational stuff. I'm getting to like get exposed to like, oh, this is you know, this is 1983 or 84, mm, and we're right. reading like Batman from sure. 72, 73, and then 89 hits, and right. all things, everything goes bananas. Right. Yeah, everything was Batman. You know, yeah. and Batman Keaton. So for a long time, Keaton was my Batman. 
Sure. You know. Um, now, granted, in hindsight, in twenty with twenty twenty vision, it's like, is Batman Nicholson's Keaton Batman a great movie? Yeah, you know, there's there's some like it's very campy. You know, it has it's a great Prince music video. I'll tell you, that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. part of my head, I know, like, part of my head. I mean, part of people say, that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think I saw yeah. that in theaters when I was. And, and do you I remember the reaction? Fine. Everyone clapped at the end when you heard the Daniel. I mean, I, I was pretty terrifying. I was like four or five if I literally was in the theater. I mean, I know I saw Batman Returns in the theater. That'll Maybe terrify any kid, Batman Returns. <laughs> Maybe I didn't see the original in the theater, but I remember being pretty freaked out when like Joker fries the guy that Oh, we got a live one here. We got a live one. And, uh, yeah. and then Frank Miller hits. Well, Miller's that's, before that. Oh, right? be, that's that's the thing. Oh, Miller, probably because Miller, I picked the Miller because Miller is right. what yeah, yeah, makes yeah. the Burton version possible. Mm. Because Miller is Miller's whole take was when did that come out actually? The uh, Dark Knight, I, Dark Knight, Eight, Dark Knight Returns was eighty five, eighty six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. When and, is when, when is Death in the Family? Uh, Death in the Family is I that. think is eighty eight. No, I thought yes, was, yeah. Death in the Family is like eighty eight. Yeah, man, what yeah. a fucking brutal. Like, <laughs> but, call that, in. But, but again, what a again, it was contest. that was that for was you young Miller, kids who don't know what Death in the Family is. DC had a ploy. I don't know whether it was to boost up sales, but basically there was a second Batman, uh, the second Robin to, to, to Batman, Todd. Jason Todd. And uh, I don't know. What was the reason why they, they felt the need to, to they even- They did a poll. They did a yeah, poll. To call they did it. a poll. And they, I remember I had comics with like the thing that you could mail in. Call in this one, eight, one, this 900 number, one 900 number yeah, to decide both. whether Jason Todd should live or die at the hands of the And Joker. it was a close- Vote, by the way, it was very. Yeah. It was a very close vote. Um, a part of it was the fact that they, I believe, if I'm remembering Denny O'Neill talking about it, it was they hadn't really cottoned to Jason Todd. He had been introduced pre-crisis with a completely different origin. Yeah, and then they reintroduced him post-crisis with this new origin. Like originally, he was a total clone of Dick Grayson. Okay. Same Jeez. same origin, circus, the whole nine yards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had red hair, which he right, dyed, right, right, he, right, which right. he dyed a darker color. And then they were like post crisis because they had done uh, Miller had done he had he had done Dark Knight Returns, which intimated that Jason had died. And then you had <laughs> like, well, we're doing year one, and it's so much grittier. So what's this? What's Robin's origin going to be? And it's like it's that whole oh yeah, he's yeah. a street kid and he tried <laughs> to steal the hubcaps off the Batmobile, and they kept trying to like force this sort of like he's a hard edged he's he's a Robin <laughs> on the edge, and it just the fans were like I'm kind of annoyed by this kid because he sucked yeah I mean he sucked. He <laughs> I don't was... I wouldn't say that he I wouldn't say that he sucked no, but I, I he sucked the best thing about him was that he came back as. As Red, Red Hood, Hood. <laughs> yeah. I mean, let's to be fair. He was in, he was pretty. Again, because it was that cliche, you know. Yeah, oh, he's, he's pretty. T- he he's whiny. He's, he's the whiny. He's, he's 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 the um. You know, it's like I feel like I feel like he's the insub- man. Robin was like him done right. Where you were like, oh, he's oh, you're such talking to the a piece of shit, but see, you love him. For see, it, see, you know? you're talking to the wrong guys. <laughs> yeah, I'm one of these guys that I the idea of Damien being out there i loved but then when they actually finally brought him back i was like this is not at all but but anyway so um into my adulthood yeah okay 
Bale and Nolan hits. Right. Yeah. With with uh, which I I don't and if I recall, uh, Batman Begins was received. Batman Begins less than projected. No, 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 no. Batman Begins was a solid hit. But what it was, we forget, it was the early days of DVD. And because people were not like, you know, it did well. Mm. It more than covered its budget. And it, I think it grossed like 300 million or something around yeah. the world. But it was the DVD sales that suddenly really made, they were like, oh, this is what people want. This is what, you know, 97, mm. the Clooney, you know, Batman and Robin, Ice puns, Schwarzenegger. People had felt it had. Killed. <laughs> what did the sign of the dinosaurs die of? Yeah, and the they were killing the dinosaurs. With that movie, Chill they were definitely, you know, in retrospect, you watch it and they were, they were sort of like, we got to make a movie that, that people know, like, we're not going to blindside them with bat nipples. But it's like, that. Right, exactly. It's Christian you know. Bale's Batman that really, you know, resonates with me even till today. And like, you know, I go for years and years, even before we started this. I would call you up and I go, dude, when you when are you gonna I need you to come over and to train me to become the, the greatest, hand, greatest hand, 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 hand combat, combat of all time. <laughs> and which Bale even wasn't in his movie. I have dude, I have my own I have my own man cave. Yes. Which by the way has already gone through a refit. So please do come oh, over. Come and over train again and become, train him to be the world's greatest hand again. But but you know, the Bale version, I would say, is the version that resonates with you and me because oh, it's the version that actually is closer. Than, look, I have my critiques of the Nolan trilogy, but damn it, they it's like this is the Batman I wanted to see. Mm. There's a serious take. It's his psychology. The best part about Batman Begins is it's about Batman. Batman '89. It can easily be argued is a Joker movie. He's you know it's well, it's Jack, it's, Jack it's, being it, a top billionaire. And, and again and again and and why and rightfully so. He's super entertaining. Everything, mm, but Batman sure. sort of gets second shrift in that film whereas yeah. batman begins they are like we're gonna give <laughs> you the reactions like mm -hmm. wait a mr mom <laughs> he's batman but but yet, again even even bale's casting he looks like the batman from the comics that you could imagine uh they give all this real world underpinning to well it. that They're was a big shocker it it's like wait the kid from uh the kid Empire, from Empire of the, of the Sun? Sun? Newsies? Newsies? That, yeah. kid, that guy? And then they, they put on like uh, how many pounds of muscle? I'm like, oh, okay, I see this. And and using something like Rajal Ghoul and a take on the, uh, you know, because that's the other thing about Batman. There's the pop culture sort of like every, what everyone knows. No, 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 no. Everyone knows every villain mm. that is in the rogues gallery sure. from the 66 show. Sure. They were like, no, we're going Rajal Ghoul on your ass. And like what? Okay, you're you're, you're really of, you're going Wayne. into the deep cut for the nerds. Sure, you're taking it serious. Um, I've got a particular set of skills. <laughs> oh, that's a whole different. Movie. That's a whole other movie <laughs> for him. Okay, so um, how? Uh, let me let's go around the room. If if let's start if with Joshua, Josh. since he's so quiet. <laughs> oh lord. Um, the, the question is, how did you come? How did you come to the Batman scene, if any? Uh, the show, the 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 Batman, everything, everything, just everything. Is it the Batman, the Batman show, which was the like the second when did you the, meet uh, animated series, right? I <laughs> Batman, yeah, I think yeah, it was first that, and then uh, my cousin uh, Alberto started introducing me to the Batman the animated series. Alberto Before. Chiquito, Alberto, yes, Alberto Chiquito, Alberto. <laughs> okay. He introduced so, me to the, the Batman the animated. Series. So um, so like uh, because that was done by the same group that had done the the Jackie Chan adventures, 
And one yeah. of the things on that yes, show- Yes, to believe that Jackie Chan can yeah, pronounce yeah, yes. anthropologist. Archaeologist. Ar- 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 um, I'm an archaeologist. Or, uh, but uh, but it was done by that same group. And it was a it was really considered a big departure, even though it did contain a lot of other things that were like a little more comic-based. Yeah. <coughs> um, one of the big things I liked about that show was the fighting. Is that Was that one of the things? Because the fight coordination they did with the animation on the Batman is- Superb. Yeah, I, I, it was amazing. I, also, I, I felt like the dialogue, you know, just like the characters and everything. It really stood out to me. You know, he yeah, he introduced me to the Batman the Animated Series and also the Superman show mm-hmm. animated series. Eventually, that you know, that turned to like the whole uh, Justice League show and everything. And I just DC started. Catalog. Yeah. Okay. Did you watch any of that? Like, I mean, um, Justice League Unlimited. Justice yeah, League. Justice League Unlimited. Not stuff, not yeah. the first Justice League, but Justice League Unlimited. But pretty much, like, word. especially in this day and age, good. where because you're like you said, you're you're fairly young. Yeah. You know? Um, and that's not a bad thing. I'm just saying that nowadays. No, it's a bad thing. We hate youth. <laughs> nowadays, um, anyone can pick up something. Like you know, I know kids are like who who will discover Led Zeppelin. They'll immediately go on the internets and and pull it out, and it's, it's all diff- available to them. It's a different experience, right? It really is a different because, like you said, think again. You 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 bring up the music analog. Mm-hmm. It's like it used to be. You get into a band, and some dudes like, all right, all right, you know, here's. Here's where you got to go. These are the albums you got to get. And you'd have to search for them. You'd have to go to that record store and, you know, find if they had a copy and talk to the people there. And I'm not saying better or worse, but it is a different experience because it is like, you know, like, oh, oh, uh, I want to see Justice League Unlimited. What's is it on Netflix? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. No problem. Like, did that prompt you to go? I need I, I like this. I want to go back and. Let's see. Let's see if it's on Netflix. Let's see if it's on Amazon. Or well, I mean, I, I, I didn't really have a streaming services or anything until like this day. I still don't have streaming service. Uh, and and because like Netflix or, or Hulu <laughs> or anything. Don't, 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 no piracy. Uh, but you, but you had the sort of like, you still have the internet access where you can like. Yeah, I, I want to know more. I want to. What's the what's the lowdown? What's the background? What's you know? What are the like trade paperbacks I should buy if I want to if I want to buy? Yeah, like the collected versions of some story. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but like my first exposure was just like on TV. You know, Saturday Saturday mornings they would play on TV. Um, now this Marvel, yeah. like, uh, you, you do you have a feel that you have more of a Marvel um, interest over Batman, or is it like Batman is everything, which basically how i live my life <laughs> sigh sigh uh, so yeah which is, I, which, which is I, I feel like I, I have more of a, but i feel like marvel because you know i just been exposed to that recently more, you know yeah, more, especially yeah. in the past decade uh they've yeah, been really been pushing gangbusters they're pushing yeah. on it and everything all right so like um how about you uh sherva so for me uh yeah i was definitely a marvel fanboy and this was I'm trying to think who got me into like someone got me into X-Men when I was very little when I was like in a I was in a play uh, and it was right when like the life the, and times of Charles Xavier was that the name of the play? Yeah. <laughs> no no it was it was Christmas Carol a magneto like for a, all seasons the kid actor in it and the cooler teenagers it was right when like the Jim Lee X-Men number one came out I was like this is awesome (laughs) but basically so like I started off being like X-Men is so cool and then getting deep into the Marvel thing from there and I think what really got me into like Batman comic books was like I was already reading these Marvel comics and then it was like well Batman had like real movies out 
And then yeah, Marvel did not have that. Yeah. And then you had, uh, you know, I would watch the the Saturday morning cartoon stuff that was like, I was like, wow, this is awesome. X-Men has a cartoon. Spider-Man has a cartoon. And I was like, yeah, Batman has a cartoon. I mean, whatever. I guess I'll watch this, too. But even then, it was like it was just such a better show than right. those shows <laughs> that I think that's really what sort of animation like... and characterization. And then I, so then, voice then I got yeah. into the comics and also like when I was a kid, the, you know, Nightfall was the big. Right. Uh, really? Okay. That was the big storyline that was kind of happening in Batman. And it was a super sprawling when one I, too. Which is, yeah, yeah that's like 93 when, yeah, exactly. So, so I had already been reading X Men for like a couple years and stuff, and uh, that shit holds up well. I mean, if you reread like the Death of Superman, it's garbage. I mean, it's Boo really bad. to you. Okay, Nightfall, Nightfall holds up. Like the entire arc is readable, even if you're like, wow, like the new Batman was pretty like and just to recap un- nightfall is <laughs> see there, there you go there you go it's like so, the death of superman was trash asriel <laughs> yeah, yeah pump your brakes and then like yeah, just, <laughs> and, and just to recap nightfall is basically the the where bane breaks his back yeah and asriel john paul valet yeah. valet valet you know whatever yeah he becomes the new batman one of joe quesada's like early jobs yes was it was it was penciling the uh, the miniseries that denny o'neill wrote that introduced um, Azrael to like the whole thing. Now, right. see, my whole issue, one of my issues with Nightfall, yeah, is Jean Paul Valley for this reason. Yeah, I am really, really sick and tired of the way Batman's creators have treated the relationship with Dick Grayson sure. through the years. Sure. And they're and that just he should always, have been the logical. They're always in this passive aggressive off. That's boring they're always uh uh, he's so cold-hearted he doesn't give me the fatherly love i want yeah yeah, you're you're too reckless and too emotional dick it's like uh (laughs) it's been 40 years of that guys can we move on can you be adults what's going so having john paul valley why is that though like i've always because they think it's more interesting they think that batman being a prick is somehow better than him being commendable with people. Well, I guess, and I understand that. Yeah. My my take on Batman has always been he should be prickly. Absolutely. <laughs> the man should be prickly. He's been through a lot. But he should never be a prick. I thought you And so. that's the issue with the sort of the and so I thought what you're getting going to get into is that he's, uh, Dick should have been the logical choice for the next the successor. the true son of that man. No matter how much Bruce Wayne has a and this is again me getting a little too intense on this but yeah, no matter so. how much this character is like, I could never be a real father. I, I, I'm not yeah, yeah, yeah. for it's like, no, you raised this is your son. <clears throat> and sure. Dick knows that. Sure. And you know, and so the idea that you we inject this character j- just came out of nowhere, literally around the corner, instead of being like, it, it could have been an even deeper emotional story for me had it been, I'm gonna be here for you, Bruce. I'll take over. And I'll be, and you know, I will, uh, you know, and that leads to so much more interesting stuff rather than, yeah, the new guy is Batman and he can't quite cut it because he's kind of psychotic and uh, magically Batman's back gets, you know, healed up again and he's got to <laughs> defeat him. And you know, that, those are now, now granted what you, uh, there are, there's a lot of stuff in Nightfall I like. 
Yeah. Um, Speaking of which. I mean, I don't feel like they glossed over the Robin thing, which is which would have disturbed me Mm. if 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 there's just like, oh, you're like the logical next choice. Uh, They didn't. And it's Robin who's like, hey, man, like this guy's fucking crazy. You got to like this. You can't let this guy be Batman anymore. And he's like, well, you know, give him a chance, Robin. You know, this is my pick. (laughs) And they're like, oh, shit. He's yeah, he's nuts. And uh, so. Uh, you know that that tension was good and it wasn't like it didn't seem that doesn't bother me about that i mean there's plenty of batman storylines where i agree with you where you're like dude well, why well, I are think you here, giving here's the other yeah. giving dick grayson this shit he's been like well i, I think of, here's my other issue with 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 the nightfall yeah. um again like, there's stuff i love i yeah. actually really like the creation of bane i think he's i think that that's a great anti-batman character I think they built him up to something even after that, to something even better than what he was. Um, but you got to remember, one of the things about Azrael Batman was he was a reaction to the time. People wanted extreme heroes. No, of course. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. And like Denny O'Neill, who's the editor you know, of that Batman group, mm. he was like, you know, oh, you all want Batman to be? A-? There were a lot of people that were like, no, Batman should be more like the Punisher. It's yeah, like, of course. You know, he should kill these guys. And, and they so were like crossover. And they, they the and Batman they were Punisher and they were like, over. we're gonna give you that. You yeah. want that? We're not gonna ruin Bruce Wayne we'll in that way. You know, Absolutely. we're not we're not gonna change. I don't even say ruin, but we're not gonna go down that route with him. Yeah, we're gonna give you this Batman what you think. You know, you know, Frank Miller type to the extreme. Um, speaking of. Robins. Yeah. <laughs> I've known Jonathan since he was nine. Yeah, yeah. You know, and and, and um, I've always considered Jonathan he's a to Robin. be my Dick yeah. Grayson. And Dick Grayson? Yeah. You know. <laughs> well, who is this kid? Well, he's my ward. What the hell is a ward? In the 20, in the 20, uh, in the 21st century. So um, how did you come to the Batman scene, if any? I came to know Batman through George Clooney's nipples. <laughs> <laughs> they are so good. They're so tasty. Which, by the way, still angers me to this to, to this day. About I think I might have tw- hate tweeted to Joel Schumacher, and again, this is the whole fanboy thing. Right? It's like, yeah, you know, which, by the way, he has apologized for. Oh yeah, he's he he's been pretty vocal about that because well, he's, he's honestly not a bad it? director. <laughs> yeah, no. But that's funny. no, you can never forgive yeah. him for those two movies. But yeah, I mean, like, um, what was like? What was your first? Um, my first exposure would be uh, actually the '89 Michael Keaton. And, okay. uh, ooh, man, I'm a bad producer. Sounds <laughs> my phone. <laughs> um, the 89, I memorized all of Jack Nicholson. So you you guys are right to say that it's kind of like a Joker movie. Because yeah. those are the lines I remember. Hubba, hubba, hubba. Money, money, money. <laughs> Who do you trust? <laughs> Me? I'm giving away free money. And where is the Batman? Where is the Batman? <laughs> He's at home. Washing, Washing his tights. <laughs> anyway, you, uh, by the way, you do. That's a pretty good uh, bane uh, that you do. Oh, which, yeah, which by the, the way, Christopher- will be will be included, attached in post production. People yeah. will have already heard it by now. Yes, that's the, true. the Christopher Nolan uh, bane. Uh, uh, you're making a mistake. <laughs> no, I believe you're making the mistake, <laughs> Mister Wayne. Uh, let's not stand on ceremonial ground, Batman. Okay. Okay, now I want you to say, I am your father. That makes no sense. I never said that. I am your father. Did you, you, you don't watch any of the cartoons, right? Uh, I did the, the, 
the same one I think the, Josh, the Batman yeah you, uh was that or the, the animated, animated series, series. Right? yeah yeah the from late like 90s 92 no that's yeah. not oh, that's the not same late. as well, it started 92 yeah, 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 yeah. but it went it but basically ran until the that, early that's 2000s. not the one that's voiced by Dietrich Bader uh in that's Batman the Brave and the Bold no I'm talking about Kevin Conroy Okay. Yeah, Kevin yeah. Conroy, absolutely. The yeah. one and only Kevin Conroy. Yeah, Who's is, the real that Batman? Is the real he Batman. is Batman. <laughs> he is the real Batman. Yeah. And if you ever like, next question. <laughs> if you ever look, watch him like on YouTube and like conduct yeah. interviews, like you'll sound like this. Yeah, man. And you'll talk like this. And then when he needs to, he becomes Batman. Like it's so. And the guy was it's uh, an on and off switch. Uh, yeah. He was best friends with. Uh, he went to school. He went with to school with uh, Reeves. He went to school. Oh, with, he went to Juilliard and, and, with Reeves. Actually, and, and, yeah. Wow. So, so weird connection. They there. should do. They should do. Uh, <coughs> they should do Batman Beyond with him starring as as, as the old as the old as, ba- old, as old Bruce Wayne. Bruce. Yeah, that'd nice. be dope. I would watch um, that. By the time they get around to it, he'll probably be up there. It'll be. Perfect I mean, dude, he's got to be sixty. He's got to be. Who, Kevin Conroy? Yeah, but like, he's gotta be. Yeah, but like Batman Beyond was like 80, like 90 year old Bruce Wayne. So like Well, you know, yeah, he's Kevin Conroy, he's he's someone who's been like not just the the, the cartoon. Do you guys I don't know if, how many of you games are I know Yeah, 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 yeah. No, he was I've the played the game. all of the Arkham games. Because they're awesome, yeah. And it's like he's everywhere on that, you know. Yeah. And he it's still the performance is consistent. I don't yeah. care what and, anyone and, says. And, you know, that's a good point about, you know, for, for younger people like Josh. Um, a lot of people, you know, come to these characters now through, through video games. Yeah. Through video games and the You movies. know, the Arkham games, like you just said, are gigantic franchises. Make make as much money as any any movie, you know, and may actually have a wider penetration for younger people today than any comic book. Well, you know, you would ask me today, who's the Joker? I'd be like, Mark, Mark Hamill. Hamill. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> you know, like, I can't. I can't li- hear anything else besides Mark Hamill in my yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. um, I, I my next question, which is basically about the question of myth, um, it's mythology, which we can, you know, just simply simplify and define as truth story in, t- in today's society, in any society. Um, uh, Lord of the Rings is perhaps a very good example of what I consider a modern myth, aside from Star Wars, right? Sure. People who, because uh, when Tolkien wrote uh, Lord of the Rings, he felt that, well, you know, England doesn't have a myth anymore. You know, there's nothing that we can basically tell stories about who we are, you know. So is Batman a myth? And does it even, does it have that particular, um, uh, does, does it have that meaning? The myth of in, Lower in, East in, Side in Manhattan. Society? Well, you know, which is which is a great example of what you just said. It's a, is it an, does it have an urban myth? Does it have a, a myth that, with regards to adventure, not more than just adventure, more than just um, mystery, more than just solving crimes or whatever. This I'll pass. Will you? <laughs> <laughs> Story I'll pass. Uh, I, well, let's. Uh, I'll, I'll. I'll bring up the yeah, rear, Joshua. You know, what do you? Uh... I. I feel. I mean, yeah. They. They reference him a couple of times to be. I, I feel like even like criminals, even in all the storylines, they always see him as like. You know, like he's like this higher being. I think recently in the comics, I'm not sure if uh, Amanda Waller classified him as like a metahuman, even though he wasn't a metahuman. But it shows like this whole idea of you Did know. Did he really? Did she really? I- I'm pretty sure. I heard something about them classifying. Well, I think uh, Batman I think, what, well, I think what Ed really means is the real world. What is mythologically? What is what does the Batman story tell you? This whole this whole story of this man coming from tragedy and you know. 
building himself up to be something. And what what is what does that see to you? What do you think it tells you? Yeah, and and in the same way, I feel like like these characters in the actual storylines, you know, they see him the same way. Um, they see him as like a higher being, but I also feel like it's also been impacting like readers or like people that are, like the audience. Um, seeing Batman as like he's kind of like this this symbol. He's like this symbol of you know everyone by now knows the story. You know Batman. You know growing up. You know, his parents were killed in the alley and everything. And I feel like, yeah, that sh- he's basically like the symbol of tragedy, but not only like tragedy, but like what does he do with it? Um, you know, what he actually represents himself as. And what and what do you think that is? What does the story tell you that it, you that you anyone I, I, that anyone can be a Batman? No. Which I've been saying to you. For <laughs> no, years. no, not anyone can be Batman. <laughs> That's first of all, that's yes. another problem with John Paul Valley, by the way. Not everyone can be Batman, goddammit. But anyway, yeah. what is what is your um what is it what do you what do you think it 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 it's saying to society, to yourself, personally, to you personally, what is it what's inspiring? What's you know come on, man. Give me <laughs> <laughs> Give me some love, man. Yeah, you know, I'd love. be curious. Do kids like and I and I again I sorry if make you if if it seems like I'm making you sound like you're a child, but you're nah, not. Nah. <laughs> how do young people, um, how do they conceive Batman? Like, like do they go, because as a kid I go, and I still feel like a kid sometimes, you know, which I go, and this is why I said to you, anybody can be a Batman. Why? Because he's human. He's not Superman. I can't be a Superman. But you think you can be a Batman. I get it. I get it. So Josh, <laughs> what, what's your, your, your take there? I mean, yeah, I feel like me, you know, and other, like, younger people. I mean, yeah, sure, you have that aspect of, oh, he's, like, he's awesome, you know, he fights and everything. But, yeah, it's also, like, that whole uh, being able to relate, which I also feel, you know, also applies to Spider-Man, you know, why he's so popular. He's, like, a character you can, you know, people are able to relate. Yeah, he has a relatability factor. Does does Um, Spider-Man relate to you more than Batman? Yeah, you know, well, I mean, before, yeah, high school and everything, running around. And having you know multiple multiple things to do at the same time, mm-hmm. pressures, but, yeah, pressures know. and everything. Uh, I feel like sticky hands. I feel like in the, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like in the in the same way, um, you know, Batman also kind of reflects, you know, so, because when you see him, like for example, standing near the Justice League, you see all the Justice League. They all have powers. They all have like these abilities. They cosmic, cosmic abilities. But you you see that one normal person. That even though he's like a, a human being, he still has kind of like the upper hand when he's like combating like all these other like from time to time combating like just um a Green Lantern. It's called Superman. it's called plot armor. But well, okay, the, <laughs> the, the image <laughs> it's called plot armor. But I I understand the image. The, I'll always I understand the, the image I'll always have in my head is the I, I don't know whether it's a, an Alex Ross painting. It's Christmas. Everyone is celebrating. Um, There's the tree. The, the tree. Superman is putting the star, star. on, and and he's motioning to <laughs> someone to come in, and, and who's on the outside, outside like from like from, from window. Because, <laughs> he can't. Because he can't enjoy. Things. I can't enjoy this because I can't enjoy <laughs> the last time. <laughs> the last time I had Christmas was was, was with my parents. Exactly. <laughs> now now Alex, well, to, yeah. who? What is mythologically? What do you think about Batman? Do you, why, I why mean. Do you, why, what is its effect on, you know, what is it saying to Zai? What is the storytelling? Well, I feel like Batman's a good, he he's a really good example of, like, you know, Superman, in a way, is a better example of, like, a myth just because it goes back a little bit further. Uh, and 
you know, he 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 has a more of sort of like a god analogy. Whereas well, like well, but you know, you know, myths are also filled with um Yeah, with regular dudes. With dudes, you know, if, regular if, dudes. If Superman is regular. the Hercules, then obviously um Batman is the Odysseus. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah, that yeah. Sort and that of works. Comparison. And yeah. that and that totally works. Um I uh you know my one of the first Batman comics I got, I was just looking this up because I was like, what was that comic where they retell they retell Detective Comics 27 mm-hmm. like four different times for four different eras? Mm-hmm. So oh, they're yeah, like okay. they're like first they show like the original from 39 or yeah, and then and then they're like, here's what would have been if it was the 50s. And they got the f- artists from the 50s to do it. This was, uh, it was Batman 627. And then, and, and so it was like campy, but it was the same story, basically. Um, and then the last one was like for the 80s. Mm-hmm. And it was like super violent, and like, <laughs> I remember like I was I was pretty little when I got this comic too. It was, it was really which, 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 which brings up a great yeah. episode of um, the Batman in, in, in the animated the, series. The Batman the animated series where it's like like um, oh you know what I, I heard they're basically this the story of Batman told from three kids from their which vantage is based points based off of an old comic. Yeah, sure. It's like well I heard he was this. Right. I heard he was this, and sure. then like they oh, yeah. managed to get. Who uh, who to voice um the, the the Frank Miller version of it? Oh, that was Michael Ironside. <laughs> oh, nice. And Michael Ironside with that great voice and perfectly encapsulated in like nice. that version. Um, that they had, if I remember correctly, Gary Owens did the 1950s Dick Sprang version. Really? Yes. Uh, and um, what is the? I'm trying to remember. And you know, they did that. They also had was the same sort of thing that was that first part of that um, anime, Dark Knight, uh, Gotham Knight, mm, was yeah, the same yeah. thing. Kids telling right, stories right, right. of, and this goes to the point about mythology, yeah, which is mythology is always updated for the times, sure, because it has Absolutely. to speak to, you know, they, I always say superheroes are mythology of the now. Yeah, it's not mythology the way mythology classically is always something that happened a long time ago. Whether yeah. you're talking about the Bible or Islam or whatever, yeah, yeah. Or, or Greek, whereas some superheroes are like, they kind of have to always be the modern world today. Sure. Although I liked, that's one one of my favorite things about the animated series was you're in this world that is, it's like gangsters and it's, Yeah, they, they went for like a timeless thing, which is what the Batman. Which is pretty cool. 89 like movie yeah. is. It, it also is not like, this isn't quite the real world. It's not, yeah. it's not verisimilitude. It's yeah, 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 highly yeah, yeah. stylized. Which is and and that that was a cool yeah, and I, I do feel like even more than any Batman movie that that original animated series did such a good job of making this specific world where you're like, you're kinda in the thirties. But then he's still got his cool bat computer. Yeah, exactly. And, and, there's cyborgs I mean? occasionally. And- but yeah. So, um but the old cars, that that left a big <laughs> impact on me. Ever, all the gangsters driving around these old 30s which cars. again is is a is a mythological is a sort sure. of thing it's i mean yeah like, when you're a kid too that may as well be here, here's this here's this well high be, crime world that you know may that, as well be biblical times yeah exactly know, absolutely <laughs> yeah. i, I want to get into the question of pathology though like pathology which um 
Well, what, what sticks out to me, especially right now about Batman's sort of, yeah, is he, he, he's a pretty sick person. Like if you break it down, <laughs> I mean, I mean, <laughs> you have to be a sick person to, uh, to do that but it's also like and that's consistent with mythological figures you know we have plenty of mythological figures who absolutely. have damaged personalities but it's also sort of like you know this is a guy who uh you know he he did he did these sort of great things <laughs> you know in this fictional world that uh it's, it's like uh you know it doesn't really it sort of doesn't even matter that he's he's insane, you know, because he uh, he's kind of he, focusing it into something at least that's positive. Sure, it's not. It's and, not. And it's there's not, plenty it's, of stories <laughs> like the Venom story where he really goes off the deep end, right? and like there's stories where it gets away from him, and there's stories. Those are some of my favorite Batman stories. Also, is the shit where you're like Jesus. Like you gotta reel it in. Well, you use it <laughs> like, you, you, like <laughs> you're using the word insane, which is yeah. pretty much also descriptive of the Joker, you know, or Absolutely. or most of his rogues gallery. Absolutely, and, and so it's sort of like. Uh, Do you think it has anything? These stories have anything to say of to the wider audience about that sort of stuff about the human psychology of these extremes? Sure, I mean, I think he's a. I, I think he has an addictive personality, which a lot of people can uh, relate to. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's a lot of ways uh, that that can destroy you. And then there's a lot of ways where you can build something that maybe you wouldn't be able to, you know, like uh, I remember back to first, like when I first got like really into guitar where you just like fall asleep with your guitar (laughs) and you got sick in like a year, you got amazing in like a year. And I don't know that uh, without you know, that. I'm glad that that's not me today. <laughs> but I'm you wouldn't glad. have built that skill without that period, Absolutely. right? Absolutely, it's all Absolutely. about it's all about the skill. And the have it. Otherwise, I don't know. Like what? Uh, you know, it, it, it was a good time in my life to to gravitate towards something like that. And is there anything uh, Jonathan has to say? Yeah, is I mean, is there logically yeah, and the pathologies? Sure. And you know, there's a lot of parallels and relations to real life. And uh, the guy, to me today. The modern day Bruce Wayne. <laughs> I would say Eric Trump. Yeah. <sighs> oh, a God. billionaire. <laughs> Monkey wrenching. All right. Young do, do guy. He's crazy. Do we have to move on or should what? I give my <laughs> I don't know. No, no. Out. You can give you can give your spiel. You can okay, give for me, um Eric Trump. I for me, I remember um being exposed to Batman very, very uh early. He doesn't know how to thing. fight though, right? All right, all right. <laughs> what Enough about me? Enough with the monkey wrench. Monkey wrench. Okay. It's the truth. He's crazy, he's rich. Okay. Anybody know the number for Arkham? <laughs> okay, so um, I was exposed to Batman uh, probably, I would say, probably uh, post-Superman because my grandmother had taken me to see Superman the movie in 79 when I was like three. Yeah. And um, then came Batman with, like you said, the TV show, the ubiquity of the 66 mm. show. But that did leave me to the, like, oh, there are these things, superheroes. There are these, you know, I can get more of them in these things called comic books. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So in my, in my so house, my, my, uh, my brother collected and then I had uncles uh, who also collected. So, you know, you had around. So like I got exposed to like that silver age stuff and maybe even some earlier stuff, like through their boxes and stuff. And 
you know, it's like you pick up a a a, a Neil Adams, Denny O'Neill Batman. It's not 1966. No, no. It's they're stressing this very pulpy, uh, very gritty world of swamping man bats. Well, more, yeah, 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 that kind of stuff. But more more than that, we're talking about the the milieu, the just the way it looks in a Neil Adams. You know, you mentioned the look of the the Batman the animated series. Yeah, and that's very Art Deco. Whereas Neil Adams stuff is, you know, it's downtown. Well, I, l- let me put it this way. Um, Metropolis is midtown Manhattan on a beautiful spring day. You're walking through the Grand Lawn Miami of Beach. Central Park. No, yeah. not Miami. Oh, no. You're, walking through, <laughs> you're walking through midtown Manhattan. You're it's walking always bright. The, it's the Grand Park. Yeah. Order is the natural state. Kids are playing in the field. Old old yeah. men and old women are feeding pigeons. It's wonderful. Gotham City. Chicago. Is, Gotham City is Manhattan, South Houston, on one of the coldest, windiest <laughs> nights of the year in October. Chicago. With the full moon. You're on the street. And you suddenly hear footsteps. Lower East Side. It's a different, just whole point of view. Yeah. And who is the hero for this world? Well, it's the man who, you know, uh, as you follow the narrative, is going to follow those footsteps or go down that alleyway seeking, you know, whatever yeah. is going to come out him, his way. It's a totally different uh, vibe. And that's the vibe of those early comics, of those sort of Neil Adams. That's mm-hmm. the, that's right, the right. vibe of him. By the way, I just quoted Denny O'Neill. That's his whole take on it. And the Batman in there is this pulpy character. He's the world's greatest hand-to-hand combatant. He's not pow, zoom. He's, you know, it's like I learned 10,000 different forms of martial arts traveling the world. The intensity, the pathology of a man who would do that. One of my favorite, again, early, like, getting into that was, I don't know if you remember, they used to have the, um, they had the collected version Secret Origins. Mm -hmm. They did, like, one of the earliest trade paperbacks, and they did everyone's, like, at that time, I guess it was must have been like post crisis, so it might have been like eighty six, eighty seven. Yeah, but they had like Flash in there right, right. and Super Green Lantern Superman. and all, and they did Batman. And the Batman was a special, I think, for either the first issue of Secret Origins or it was for that. I don't quite remember if it was just for that uh, collective version. It was called The Man Who Falls. Uh, Dick Giordano did the art. Yes, I think yes, it was Denny right. O'Neill did the writing on it, which was very influential for Batman Begins, by the way. And it talks about you know. You know, what did he want to do? Well, you know, as soon as his parents died, well, he took an oath and the oath is a huge thing, by the way, shout out to, um, uh, uh, this book, God, I'm trying to remember, we we were trying to get him on the show. Oh, Uh, the Cape, no, the Cape crusade. Uh, I'm forgetting the author right now, but he talks about the, how the oath, whatever happened to the Cape crusade. No, 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 no. It was, it was a, it was a nonfiction book. It was uh, was about the history of like a Batman. And he talks about how the oath, how this kid gets damaged and he makes an oath to war on crime in all its form. It's a childish thing. There's things, parts in Batman that are very childish. Sure. You know, that I'm going to go out there and I'm going to stop all crime. It's childish and it's kind of insane. Sure. But he is so laser focused. It's the sort of thing where we know people like we just talk about, like people acquiring skills. And so from the age of eight, he goes out and 
you know, he doesn't know quite what he's going to do in this story. He doesn't know if he wants to be a lawman or something else. Yeah. He goes to college. This is all in like about, I think like literally like eight pages, but it's one of those brilliant encapsulations of the character. And it's like, he goes out, he's trying, he has this anger. He wants to strike back at something. He doesn't know what he's acquiring all these skills. He's brilliant. He tries to go to the FBI and, uh, Essentially, he's like, well, there's all this paperwork and I'm not there. I'm not. He needs to be involved in beating these criminals. Right. And not yeah. just like, oh, Senate is like, no, I need to have he needs to get his pound of flesh. Mm -hmm. But he's not a killer. He's also has these like this incorruptible moral like structure he's put around himself. Yeah. And then on top of that, he realizes he doesn't care about law. Right. He cares about justice and he has to, and it's the justice that he is imparting on the world. So of course that's visceral, which is who doesn't, yeah. who, do, who isn't, who doesn't no, fantasize but, about that? No, no, but he always, he always leaves them for the cops to for the cops up. after beating the crap right. out of them. Oh, now okay. about that, in an extrajudicial, in an extrajudicial, <laughs> you know, like, you know. Yeah. I think that's where Nolan does such Judge a great Drew. job is what you're describing. Oh my God. It's, it's South of Soho. In the in, in the dead of winter, right? Um, you you we, we get that feel. World. Now for him to go to Gordon, now we're two. Well, now we're two men. We're partners in this. Like you, you're. Wait. He realizes that you know the part of the story is that is is Gordon plays as a practical element mm -hmm. because it's like how do we justify this guy just going around beating the crap out of people? Sure. Well, he has to have some sort of ally, <laughs> which is part of what you're talking about. Where Batman is pure fantasy. I'm sorry. I hate the whole. I like Batman because Batman is real. I'm I sorry, fanboys. Batman is Listen, real. I, no, I no, 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 no. That's Trump. <laughs> no, no. I said, I love Batman. And I feel that, you know, like. You could become I, Batman. No, no that's no, 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 just no. it. I'm just saying that I can be excellent in everything that I do. It's a very, it's it's a very. <laughs> no, no, you can't because you're a human being with limitations. That is and that's true. One of the, and that's one of the things about the Batman fandom that I'll get to later. The sort of strange hypocrisy about it. <laughs> All right. But if I if I can finish here, one of the things um there was a there was a story in which um well we've talked about this before and I said these two lines sum up Superman and Batman. And the first one is Superman where you know, again he's he's fighting it's the story of the son of Superman. It's not a great story. But there's this insight into both the characters that's fantastic. The first one is Superman as he goes uh this alien says to him it's like oh come Kal-El. You know, we shouldn't even care about what's going on here on Earth. After all, you and I, we're just visitors here. And Superman says, that's where you're wrong. Yeah. You're a visitor. I'm an adopted son. Right. That's Superman. Later on, Batman, Batman, Superman have defeated the bad guys. And Batman's, you know, Superman, they're older. But, you know, Superman says, well, well what are you going to do next, Bruce? And Batman says, I'm going to go, go back to doing what I do best. He says, which is? He says, I punish the wicked without anyone's consent. That's Batman. Yeah, yeah. That is his view of everything. I because he's punish the wicked. Let's let's back up though, because we're leaving out the fact that uh, Gotham City is super corrupt. That the police are corrupt. Uh, judges are paid. That off. was that. This that, is kind yes. of not said so far. So like he needs to kind of. Bring his own. Well, that's justice. the justification. That's because there's yeah. no justice. That's the narrative yeah. justification there's... for it, and that goes into again People sort of off. the yeah, the yeah. mythological part of it, which is Batman appeals to that part of ourselves that thinks 
the, the, you know, the system is broken or I want to see justice. You know, why don't, why does it, why do we have to go through red tape to, to find this? And it's like, Batman's that part of us. You know, he says to society, you too can go out. Now, again, there's, <laughs> there's a, there's a dark side to that because you know what? There and was a, that's group, what I want to get into yeah. is that, is that there a, was a group that put on masks and remember and, and, the Alamo and, and, and went to seek justice as they saw it fit in this world too. They were called the Ku Klux Klan. That's I was going to say, I talk, I was gonna say lim- anonymous, that's the, but that's a whole different that's story. That's the limitation of that mythology. And but that's why I Batman remember what the CIA did. Except for a Batgirl and Robin and I mean, Nightwing. Yeah. And <laughs> that, <laughs> that brings me to uh, our, 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 the next part of it, which are the, the villains. Yes. Rogue Gallery. You know, we're sure. basically about mythologies. Now, you brought up something very, uh, very interesting, which is basically he is vengeance. And he says it all the time. I am vengeance. You know, I am Batman. That's his, that's the Kevin Conroy. And uh, it's him. And it's him. He's deciding. He's basically. He's deciding what is justice. What is vengeance? I can only imagine what the specter says on a daily basis. You you don't even know what you're doing, son. You're just a a kid. All right. I'm the right hand of God now. But that's the key. Batman as a character would say to the specter. I know better than you. <laughs> and that's both the power of the character, but also sort of the pathology of the yeah. character. You know what I mean? Yeah. He is, he's There's so le- intense. And the consequences like, are, let's, let's chill for a second. Now Bruce. the yeah. consequences with the, with the, let's take the specter who, by the way, is vengeance in a ghost form. That's the, that's right. the event. That's the yeah. specter. There is consequence of that. He was once human, no longer human. Batman, there's no consequence with me. I can do whatever the hell I want, you know? Yeah. And so this brings me to the whole conversation about villains. Now, here you have the Joker, who is by which I consider to be no, no, no. the original, um, the original archetype for this the 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 arch nemesis, right? So um, not Lex Luthor. Sorry. That's just me. That's just me, you know. But the Joker. Says all the time, and we—I I think we—we we hear that from the Arkham games, like "You're me, Bruce, and I'm you. We're mirrors of each other." You know. So, um, how do you how do how do you feel about that? I think that Batman's prote- uh, antagonists, in general, kind of as they've developed over the years, because they may not have started that way, they really are like very specific things. Um, the Joker is. Anarchy. The Joker is that's he's the flips. He is very much the flip side character. Right. Batman is methodical. He's tries to be unemotional, even though he's it's anger that drives him. He's like, I'm not letting it control me. Um uh he is he's a monk. He doesn't, you know, right. I do whatever I do for the you know for the mission, and that's it. The Joker does whatever the hell's off comes off the top of his head. Yeah. As a then again, as to quote Danny O'Neill, the Joker is a character who if you bump into him as he's coming out of a storefront, he may give you all the money he just stole just because he likes your shoes. Or he may kill you yeah. just because he likes your shoes. He's, yeah. Dude. And that's fascinating. You know, that's yeah, what yeah. makes him a character that you, you know, you you want to, like, what's he going to do next? Do any, of, uh, um, do any of you have any particular favorites? I, I hate to use the word favorites, villains, but, like, do any of the villains resonate with you? I mean... Sure. You you go first. No, you can go. No, no, let's go in the Josh, right. Josh, take right. it. <laughs> um, 
like resonate like with me like as a per- I, I feel like maybe maybe the Joker but that's mostly because of, uh, I forgot his I can't believe I forgot Ledger? his name yeah Ledger uh, Heath Ledger uh, you know you see him he's kind of like the unpredictable yeah he was like the unpredictable person that but at the same time even though he was unpredictable there was kind of like a plan at the, like at the same time that he was always he always had in the back of his head and I, I don't know I feel like that just like that caught my attention it's just simply because He's unpredictable, you know. He's unpredictable. You don't know what he's gonna do next, or and that like, and that catches attention. Yeah, you're always gonna be like it, that. Draws you like, well, what, what is this guy gonna do next? I don't care that it's crazy. I don't care that it's evil. It's yeah. entertaining. Now, yeah. you, uh, I imagine that you're a Spider-Man fan, right? Yeah. Um, I am the opposite. I do not like Spider-Man, and and very similar in that I really <laughs> have a problem. I don't care for the Rogues, just like I don't really enjoy the Flash because he's got. The rogues gallery, that's, you know, they're just a bunch of idiots, you know, who just want to steal yeah. stuff, you know, right? Um, do you find that any different than, like, uh, he's, you know, Miguel's knighting as, as, <laughs> as I'm saying this, but um, do you feel a particular, um, like, what are your thoughts on that? Like, where the, because you're into Spider-Man, and maybe it's because you identify with the character, um, but what about, are his rogues any different than... Batman's rogues gallery, like with with his villains, and beyond just the power thing, it's yeah. not it's not it's the character, not necessarily. Well, of course, most of Batman's enemies don't have great powers. Yeah, like the Riddler, like the Riddler or or Joker or Penguin or anything. But like, do you feel that the like? I think what Ed's trying to say is 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 there more like psychological richness to Batman's characters as compared? To something like Spider-Man. Yeah, fans, yeah, right, right. You know, who are um, so defined by their powers or mm-hmm. their gimmick. Yeah, so. Yeah, I, I actually do feel like they're they're very different. I feel like with, with Spider-Man, one of the things that I like about, especially the, the new film, the, the Spider-Man Homecoming. Um, yeah. Uh, one of the things I really like like about Spider-Man villains is like the the emotional connection between between you know Spider-Man the actual villain you see in, in Homecoming you know spoiler a lot of the time spoiler alert there. yeah, yeah you have Peter the Vulture Parker. is like yeah. the father you of, the of Liz Allen <laughs> going back it all comes full circle <laughs> Michael <laughs> Keaton baby but yeah like like again you you just pointed that out that in Spider-Man comics it's always some soap opera drama with the with the villain. Yeah. Whereas I don't think that was the case for Batman no, a I lot f- of the times. There are a handful of his villains that do fall into that category. Some some connection to Batman personally. You know, Tal- the obvious big one is Talia al Ghul and Raz al Ghul. Um, but like, yeah, Batman doesn't have any like history with Oswald Cobblepot that, you know, amounts to much of anything or or Edward Nigma. Did you ever play in the video games? Any of the video games? The, video yeah, games? I played uh, Arkham Origins. How do you feel about that one? Yeah, it was it was great. I mean, but like Dude, going you gotta play going... any of the other ones. <laughs> I'm just like, that's the worst one. <laughs> <laughs> just play any of the other ones. You now, played all of Arkham Origins, and then you're like, that's it. <laughs> Arkham Origins is like the only one not done by that team. That's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah. But no, you, you, you you feel that uh 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 you know the Batman villains, like what do you like um what what's what's your take on like kind of like a handful of like what do they mean, you know? Well, I feel like in in total, I you know like how Spider Man has like the the emotional connect, but that's like by his identity. The Spider Man too, he was connected to to um Otto Octavius, but I feel like with Batman, it's like a little bit more distant. However, 
like the the symbols they represent, they're kind of like you know the flip side of a coin. Mm-hmm. You know, Batman, as as you know, you guys said before, he's more methodical. He's even though he he he's like a little insane, you know, going around, you know, doing all this stuff. He kind of he takes a, a moment to process everything that's going to like going through, and that's like one, a big key part of his character. Yet you see like the other side of the coin, which is like the Joker, the Riddler, the Penguin. You know, they all act by instinct, and they all represent like separate, like opposite versions of what he represents and i feel like that's also you know what what kind of makes do you watch Gotham? batman villain do you watch Gotham? yeah what, 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 do you, what, what do you think of that show you know <laughs> it, it i feel like it's interesting on, on the part especially like you know recently with like i i like the the whole like scarecrow and, and jerome i feel oh, like the yeah, jerome right, right. jerome was like one of the highlights for me but like you know seeing all the like the process of you know all these are these characters but not only that but like also seeing like Bruce, you know, Bruce Wayne and everything, Jim Gordon, you know, they're basically their take on. And I'm sorry, Dave Mazuz, if no one, uh, it would be a complete mistake to not cast him as an adult Batman at some point. He is so good at what he does. And granted, like, this is not like, I I consider Gotham as a non-CW show, even though it has its moments of campiness, right? It's better than all the CW shows. It's better than all the CW shows. (laughs) I don't care. I don't care anyone, you know, as at its worst. At its worst. Now you don't watch a show. I don't even. Yeah, I will. Def- I I watched the first season, which I really, really enjoyed. Mm. Um, and everyone's like, I hate the first season. I'm like, no, actually, that's exactly what, because what I love about it is, it's Gotham, and that's the point. Is I don't like the sort of the idea of like Batman drew these, he made these villains. I don't like that idea. In Gotham, you're like, oh, no, no, this town was messed up long before Bruce Wayne put on that mask. These people, maybe they wouldn't be quite as theatrical, but these criminals would still be around, still be doing something. Maybe they wouldn't have the costumes, but they'd still be slaughtering people, killing, corrupting. Did did 89 Tim Burton like invent that? Like I, like I, I made you, you made me like, uh, no, well, that's classic, you know, hero mythology stuff, you know, like, cause I never read that anywhere. Like from, even from the silver age stuff. Uh, you know, there's, there's kind of like a DC comic sort of like view of these all, you know, all goes back to Superman of like the old, like, and again, it's nothing that would be directly written down, but I was like the old hands. Like mm-hmm. I said, you go to the comic shop, you talk to the gold guy and what's going to, and he'd be like, well, you know, the idea is kind of like Superman appears first, kind of gives the idea of this world that, Hey, you can put on a suit and do something. Then Batman shows up. And then, you know, by being these flamboyant people, the, you know, the here, you know, suddenly the villains, the people who they're fighting against have to be more flamboyant. And there's kind of a truth to that in the real world, in the sense of how these comics are produced, because like, again, you look at, you know, early Superman, early Batman, while the first issue of Batman gives us the Joker and Catwoman in his first appearance in yeah. Detective 27. Just who is he fighting? Guys, he's just punching guys. Yeah, they're just they're, they're just thugs. Guys. They're yeah. thugs. They're whatever. So like the idea pretty soon after they, you know, in Superman two, action comics, number one, there's no Lex Luthor. There's nothing like that. As the time shortly goes on, they realize, no, these guys need they need their Ming the Merciless because we forget how much the like serials and other things had sure. affected them. And they're like, they need a flamboyant like counterweight. They need a, yeah. you know, someone to like, you know, be just as brilliant as they are, be their opposite number, be, and you know, that's, you know, that's, that's, that's kind of, but I don't, again, I don't like the idea of in Batman particular of that, because again, it just like, 
he's got enough weight on his shoulders already. Does he really need to be burdened with the audience? Like, if I hadn't become Batman, <laughs> these guys would not be doing this crazy stuff. Sure. You know, sure. like, like, like that gets, again, there, that's some of the, one of the things I have with Batman. Again, I love Batman. I, I, you know, I love Batman, but just like you love Reagan Ross. Sometimes there's this like, <laughs> the angst gets so, it's like, all right, we get it, Bruce. It's, well, yeah, I mean, for, it gets, it gets to the point where it's like, as an adult, I go, that's so teenage. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, but, but I do feel like, I feel like what you said, you know, that to me is more like the Spider-Man villains. Like right. for Spider, like Batman. So, you know, Bruce Wayne, just he's just not doing a whole lot. You know, there's certain villains who have connections to him, to Bruce Wayne. But it's always sort of like, ah, like we knew each other when we were kids. And like, you don't know <laughs> <Yeah>. anything. <laughs> it's like a flashback to a time that was never shown right. before. And they're like, whatever. No one knows what. And they feel that that seasons it to like it's more personal. Yeah, exactly. And like at some point you go like, how many personal villains can any hero have? Yeah, I mean he has a couple where you're like, okay, Red Hood is like, you know, that's that is that was his Robin. Super personal, yeah. Yeah. And you know he was killed and then brought back to life and is a little crazy. So that's cool, and I get that. But in general, it's like all Spider Man's villains. It's like. It's like people Peter Parker worked with or went to school with. Yeah. And he's like, ah, I, you know, I feel responsible for making sure this guy is okay. Right. You know what I mean? (laughs) Whereas, like, in general, Batman doesn't want to kill them, but he doesn't really have that. Yeah. yeah. For most of his villains. Right. Whereas Spider-Man, that's like all his villains. And I agree. I've, you know, for me, like the reason I related more to Spider-Man is because, you know, I was I was in school. Because you're not Eric Trump. Reading, yeah, I'm not Eric Trump. At the end you're of the billionaire. Day. But yeah, no, it was just, he was very relatable. And, you know, Peter Parker's problems were Spider-Man's problems. Whereas, like, for Batman, it's more like... He can take the time off and rest during the day. I and mean... Not, and not have that always intrude on his it's world. It's just It's just that Bruce Wayne doesn't have problems. It's like Batman has problems and he takes care of his problems. But Bruce Wayne doesn't have the any millionaire problems. millionaire playboy. <laughs> once in, I mean, sh- I'm sure once in a while in the, my problems in the, died when I was eight years yeah, old. You know, <laughs> which again, which again, 75 year history. Sure. Like, yeah, he's, they, they've which, done which, some shit. Which gets to my point about the childishness of it. You know, I love Batman, but I'm not going to be blind to these sort of things. It's like when you say he's relatable. He's a fucking billionaire. He, he doesn't have the same issues. Well, why does why does Peter Parker resonate? Well, that's because the whole thing it's about like Bruce Wayne he's being got the he's, one with the real mask. Bruce Wayne is the real mask, right? So he right, is right. But I'm saying again, the what's the fantasy? You know, I don't want to be Peter Parker. I don't want to be Peter Parker. I don't want to have an aunt who's always at the verge of death. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to have to be worrying about <laughs> money. I do that anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll be Batman any day of the week. Well, here's 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 a sleeping sleeping silk did, sheets. In, you know, until three o'clock in the afternoon. Did anyone watch uh, Batman Lego Movie? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> there's a scene. It's basically he comes home and it's like, and he what what does he do? He oh, takes like, a lobster, yeah. puts it in the microwave yeah, yeah, oven, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he watches and he eats it TV. And, <laughs> and like that's part of the whole movie. So like, <laughs> I mean, you say maybe that's a particular issue. Like, I come home and. To this big, to, to this big empty house, and yeah, there's nothing to do. But, but again, the, the heat the, of lobster. Again, the, you know? the, 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 again, the alter ego Solitude. is a rich, gorgeous, playboy billionaire 
all right, who then gets all the all of the things of that. He's had the he's had the right um, aristocratic upbringing. He went to all the right schools. He's had all the training in that sort of stuff. This is very James Bond. I dropped out. But then, but <laughs> yeah. then, at, he also gets to do that visceral beating the crap out of people part. Yeah, that is also very attractive. Sure, you know, I mean, and gets all the cool toys. All of these like things that are in in society, we judge people by. You know, it's like well, the cool car. Sure, sure. The cool. Well, then, you the get cool in, boats. then you get into the whole discussion about the cool kid. What is it that Batman yeah. is 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 really longing for in in life? You know, so he what what happens? He builds relationships. He has a ward. He has many wards. One which he adopts as a son. He has an actual son. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of failed relationships with women. He has Alfred, right? Okay, which is pretty much a, a yes, father figure, of course. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> Master Boy. I don't want to bury Batman. I'm not going to bury. How many Batmans have you buried? Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to bury another Batman. I'm not going to bury one of those cute little yeah. costumes. You're doing it wrong. You're doing it all wrong. Right <laughs> yeah, yeah, Let no, me finish. But, but yes, yes. Um, um, he, 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 you know, Batman again. This whole idea of him being—I like him being prickly, but not a prick because he, he. I think a big primal instinct of most people who read Batman, which I think they mistake, is this again that he's the loner. He's he's the self-made man who's done everything by himself. And then you go, you read the history and you go, what sort of nonsense is this? He had to learn from all of these martial arts mm. masters and detectives sure. and criminologists. Sure. He's supported by Alfred. He's supported by Dick. He has this, you know, wide range. He needs Gordon. Mm. He can't operate solo at all. Even when you pare Batman down to the most basic, you still have to have Alfred and you still hey, have man. to have Gordon. Hey. hey, listen, you can't save the world alone. Uh, which get, brings no, us to gonna, gonna, uh, which yeah. brings us to the final part of this his relationship with other with, superheroes, especially with the Justice League, which is right sure, around sure. literally right around the corner. Right. Okay. Uh, what are you looking forward into with this particular movie? This particular, um, I guess, new territory because we've only we've gotten Bad Affleck uh, twice. Twice. Suicide Squad and Batman v Superman. Okay. Um, yes. What are your thoughts? What are your anticipations uh, about this going into it? I'll start with you, Josh. Um, I like I said, I you know watching Justice League Unlimited, you see how he's basically you know he's like the sturdy he's like the sturdy hero of like the whole league. Like whatever he do, whatever he says, you know, normally goes. Um, uh, that's armor. <laughs> yeah. that's, please, uh... please continue. Now, again, not that there's anything wrong. They all partake of plot armor. Every single superhero ever created takes part of plot armor. It says everyone else admits it with 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 those characters. Again, a lot of Batman fans have this. Again, he's real. There's this sort of line oh, that they real. don't yeah exactly <laughs> that they don't it's like it's like it's like you don't realize it's like why don't you why do I, why don't i why do i like batman more than superman you yeah, because superman has these powers that you know can be used at any moment and is that any different than batman's this belt is where we differ. always has the exact thing he needs or batman has had the training in that that sort of the improbable wisdom which is a part of characters like sherlock by the way Holmes or jesus whatever. is richer than bruce wayne you really, you I, really fine, fine. again <laughs> but, but, but again my point is that that th- there's nothing wrong with it 
I just would wish fans would like admit it. It's that's his plot armor. It's not. It's <laughs> well, like for here's a, we talked about him being crazy, which he is. But uh, you know, he's OCD is really what it is. So he's <laughs> right. playing like that's what's great about him. Right is like. And I can imagine that. Like, what I like about him is that he's unrelatable because I'm, like, a disorganized person. So, like, for me to see Batman, I'm like, man, dude. Like, I'm like, How does he together. have his shit together? If I have my shit together, I'd be carrying a kryptonite ring just, <laughs> just in case. You know? And so that's yeah, exactly. Like not even like, not even like, like that's, Batman gets up in the morning and, oh, my God, you yeah. suddenly made the utility belt Completely believable for me. (laughs) Batman is OCD. Every morning he gets out and he plans every single thing that's going to go into the. (laughs) Yeah. And not to like, not to backtrack to like his villains or whatever, but the real thing with like, you know, when people talk about the Joker being his arch nemesis, he's his arch nemesis as a detective because Mm -hmm. he's not just like, I'm out to beat up criminals. He's out to solve the crime. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Whereas, like, war and crime. When people, you know, when you look at like the Punisher's war on crime, it's more like he's like somebody else solved this crime. Why the fuck is this guy out in the street? Somebody <laughs> solved this. <laughs> Batman's like interested in getting the right guy right. and making sure, and he he checks his work and stuff. So the problem, <laughs> like Joker presents to Batman, is like as a detective, he's like, he's I need like, to... I'm, I need motive. I need motive. Right. Where's yes. the motive? Oh, yes. And that's the foil, right, with Joker. What I love about Joker and Batman, you know, he has other opposites. I like seeing Batman because he's a, you know, he's an Olympic level athletic guy, but, you know, you can't say he's a regular guy. But I like seeing him outmatched physically. But the thing about the Joker is that's like, that's a fucking allegory for his whole war on crime. Anytime you see in the newspaper something where you're like, oh, it's senseless. That's the Joker. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yes. it's senseless. Yes. Not another, please, not, not another monkey wrench Eric Trump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but, uh, so, but this so, is about the Joker. So, you know, yeah, yeah. What were you going to say? Yeah. No, nothing. No, go. Oh, no. Did you have something? <laughs> no, no. Okay. I was preempting. You're, you're on yeah. a roll. You're on a roll. Yeah, 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 give yeah, me so, some so, more. Give I was being OCD. I was preempting. So, you know... I I didn't even watch uh, Suicide Squad, but I did see Batman versus Superman. Um, I was not disappointed by Batman versus Superman because I went in with extremely low expectations. And also, this is not my shit that is like near and dear to my it's heart. It's different than the X-Men, right? Yeah. To be perfectly honest, like the way people were... I mean, I was expecting it to be really bad. And I saw it and I was like, this is better than the actual Death of Superman storyline that came out in 93 far and away right i was like i was like doomsday made more sense and it was rushed and it was silly so going into it though like going into it i had heard it was horrible i didn't go see it opening day so i heard it was terrible i was like why are people complaining about this because fanboys are screeching assholes i mean i'm sorry i'm sorry fanboys out there but a lot of the time you 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 guys are it's it's sure. there's a there's a level of insanity. So you have any expectations with Justice League, and it's annoying. Going, go, uh, well, going, this going is what I am disappointed about in Justice League. From what I know, going into it, I don't like Batman being used as the guy to who's like, hey guys, let's get all together. I like I like Batman as being like the outsider, the surly outsider, the outsider yeah. in the Justice League, where they're like. Uh, yeah, all right, Batman, you're invited. 
You, you know what I mean? Like, I don't really like him being like, we have to go out and find these super beings and get them together. And why? I feel and like they, they fucking back themselves into a corner where they have to go there. I mean, Superman's already dead and none of these characters have our characters. Because that's yet. what it sounds like at this point. It's like, uh, so Batman is the... He's he, just a recruiter. For he's a, a recruiter. Team. Wonder Woman is a field commander. Well, yeah. again, you, 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 you know, I don't want to, I don't want to uh, sidetrack here, but my view has always been this: Superman is the leader in the sense of like, this is who this guy's moral authority and power, kind of like, okay, you're, you're our go-to guy. What do we do? And it's broad strokes. We're gonna bring the fight to apocalypse, or we're gonna end this illegal war. Sure. Batman is the strategist, the grand strategist. Right. This is this is if we don't get MacGuffin X. Yeah. None of what we do matters. You know, yeah. that's the sort of thing. He's the he's the black ops guy. He's the trusted lieutenant person who's like, Clark, you're doing this all well, wrong. Well, I've always side. seen him as Whereas, the brains of the operation. Yeah, he's you know, he's he, you got to remember there the, again. This is what I also don't like about Batman. We'll get into it. Is yeah, is Batman a genius? Absolutely, he should always be a genius in his field. And his fields are is criminology, is fighting crimes. Batman should not be creating super armors to fight apocalypse. <laughs> that is bullshit of the highest well, order. Well, that's ridiculous. Nah, He's not. Uh, yes, it what? is. No, it's not. You He's tell got... me, tell me that Batman is a master of He's forensics, got... ballistics, um, tactics of war. I buy that. Tell me that Batman has also put in the time to become the world's greatest hacker and he's creating yeah. energy suction yeah. devicings using the cutting edge of technology. Yeah. Nah, man. Well, nah. that's Wayne. That's, 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 Wayne, that's Enterprise. Wayne Enterprises. Wayne Enterprise. that's, no, 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 no. <laughs> Wayne Enterprises is a separate thing. That's telling me Batman, glad they the did in Batman lab. Begins, yeah. that there is a separate group, a, a cue for him. Who, yes, is Batman smart enough to do a lot of things? Is he a genius? Yes. But again, Batman should not be having one-on-one -on -one conversations with Neil deGrasse Tyson about astrophysics. Because astrophysics has zero to fucking do with fighting crime. Okay? Well, no. So you he's know. A, he's a genius no, no. in what he, he needs to be. He, he but has... that's And that's the plot armor. When you suddenly say... Batman's brain is so great that he can come up with everything. And then this is the other part of the Well, he's not Tony Stark. Isn't he though? Sometimes, isn't he though? Sometimes, Which is why and that's I really what don't. I don't want him to be. And also, here's the other problem: and Tony Stark is no Reed Richards, and Reed Richards is no. But, no, exactly. Know. I mean, he he's not the guy who would. He didn't design like the cyborg armor. I don't think that's what. But there say. are <laughs> many instances but, yeah. in stories where they have him do that. Yeah, and that's like saying you know Superman invented a machine that turned Lois black. Yeah, exactly. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, I it's think totally ridiculous think, and shouldn't be. And and I wouldn't count it as like a canonized version sure. of the character. And here's the other problem. Here's the other problem with that aspect of Batman is good as everything. He's the perfect. You know, I understand the appeal of that. I understand why that's great. And, but narrative wise, to a certain degree, first off, one is the hypocrisy part. I love Batman because Batman is real. He's human and he has limitations. Well, again, again, no, whole, but I'm saying this is general. Again, here's the issue. The issue is if you're saying I love Batman because he has limitations, then friggin show them. He can't then always be right. He can't be an expert in every single field like, you know, astrophysics 
if he's a human being who has to struggle and has limitations. Now, again, I understand that's a fine line because the fantasy of the character is this man of great, you know, skills and abilities. But you got to at some point go like, Batman, you can't be reprogramming, you know, like AIs. You just can't. You know, if you tell me again, Lucius Fox at Wayne Enterprise is doing something, that's one thing. It's not. Batman himself does it because then he is no different than Superman. No, it but is it's just more, it's more like he has a tool that was developed to do. You know, what I mean, when he goes and he decodes some shit, it's because he's got this fucking right because he's rich. As, as the Justice League trailer him. says, yeah, what's your superpower? Yeah. I'm rich. Yeah, I'm rich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got. I can get. I can. Get, I can buy what I need to get done. That's what. But see, that's my. That's sort of like when Batman interacts when you're saying injustice like when batman interacts with other characters i feel that for the past 30 40 years sure because batman's popularity yeah they have made him they've made every other character uh, and also ran because when they're around him suddenly they're idiots suddenly they're useless and suddenly the guy who's in the flying rat costume is more important and more useful than like Someone with the world's the most powerful weapon in the universe on their finger. But you know, Batman reminds me. Okay, like he reminds. He's kind of like a. He's also like a fucking Renaissance man, right? right? Yes, right. and he should you know be. I mean? yes. Like it reminds me of like you know, like my dad was a violin player, mm-hmm. right? That's all he wanted to do professionally. That's all he did. He was a violin player from when he was a kid. That's what he did. He was, and he was at. Great at playing violin. That's all I wanted to do. But he's, you know, he was good in school. And he made a point to fucking be educated about shit. Right. So when Bat, I feel like Batman, especially going into the Justice League, you know, he's like, well, I better do my homework at least. Batman does his homework is awesome. <laughs> right, right, you know? right. And, and so it's not like, and I, don't, he- I don't think people, when Batman can fucking have a, I don't think he's like, Hey, I'm like a preeminent scholar on astrophysics, but can he fucking can he follow it? Well, he, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Should he should he be a genius that is on that genius level where it's like, all right, I get the drift of this. But not, too often there are but, been times where it goes off into a. You want to talk area. about limitations? Yeah. Um, I completely disagree. If you know, we've seen it before. No one can escape my Omega Beams. And here you see Batman just like did a flip and the Omega Beams just missed him. But that again, that does what? That's, again, that's, but see, that's yeah. the thing. I think that they have in, when you have Batman interacting with these other characters, those other characters are also amazing. They should always be superheroes. They should be, you know, large, also larger than life. And for some reason, Whenever Batman comes along, and I understand he's Sherlock Holmes. I understand that improbable wisdom mm. is baked into the character. Sure. However, again, Ed, we've had this discussion before. Oh, you mean this ring here? I've just taken <laughs> off you, Green Lantern. Okay, let me get this straight. You set up the idea that the Green Lantern Corps is a billions of year old organization created by the immortal guardians of the universe. But a ninja can pickpocket the ring off of one of their agents. <laughs> Bullshit of the highest order. Bullshit of the highest order. Or, or 
Or, or again, a perfect example of, it's of, a mystery, isn't of it? where it was done right is, again, these characters, even the most amazing ones should have limitations and things that they overcome. And sure. Batman, so like one of the things in the comics is Batman, has you said, he does his homework. He has a plan for everything. I love that. And that should, again, I, I love Batman. Sure. It sounds like I'm being negative, but I'm not. Yeah. However, in one of these uh, uh, animated films they did was Justice League Doom. And okay. it's an adaptation of the story where bad guys use Batman's plans against the Justice League against them. Oh, like the Batman yeah. protocol. You know, so something really. like that. So okay. they do one where the fear gas is used against Green Lantern and Green Lantern's whole thing is the reason he is worthy of the ring. It's because he has no fear. Is because he has control of his fear and yeah, yeah. he's honest and brave and all that stuff. Yeah. So it he's exposed to the fear gas and he makes himself believe that he's done something he's really miscalculated people have died because of he's being he the fear gas is acting on him in this way yeah batman gets over to him and like finally like he's like he's like yeah the fear gas was used against you blah 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 and so the ring comes back to how you know he's like he's like i can use the antidote on you and hal jordan having been told that this is not real that this is chemically induced yeah once Hal Jordan knows that, Ring comes back on him. Well, because Hal Jordan is awesome. That he's the, he's the one person chosen on Earth to be the protector of the universe. That's a perfect. And so example, that's though. what I mean about when he interacts with characters. That's how it should be done. They should not make them look like fools, idiots, or also rands around him just because he's sure. popular. That's a perfect and that's parallel because we on. already kind of see that uh, in the conversation. Well, except for you, because. You've you've been avoiding everything that's Justice League, right? So I don't know if any of you. Seen I've only any, seen the trailers. If and you've not seen watched any of the else. clips, there's a clip between him between uh, Batman and Flash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. This is the this is the, the 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 scene where it's like, it's great that you go and do battle and everything, but I've oh, never done yeah. anything like that. You know, I've only pushed people away and run. You know. Yeah. Um, and he's like, so what? What do I do? It's like, you, you um, you you, you save you, one, save one. And then, and, yeah, then yeah, you, yeah. and then you go, and then you move on to the next one. And then what? It's like, but so we already kind of see that. Um, so let's close with this. Speculations, Justice League, anyone? Speculations about uh, how the plot's going to uh, unfold or anything? You want me to do my Mississippi Jim like last time? <laughs> Give it, break, break it down for us, Mississippi Jim. Yeah. <laughs> you want to save your money? I'm going to tell you exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> All right. <laughs> These bunch of privileged, bunch of privileged white kids. Get to no I'm kidding, no. Um, kidding. All you're gonna do, all you're gonna do. These guys get together without Superman. And it's gonna be for nothing. They're gonna get their butts kicked, and at last minute, Superman comes, saves the day. Yeah, that's the movie. Saved yourself. Sixteen dollars. That's good. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I hope With, they have the weekend Superman though. I hope he has a. Mullet. I see. I actually, I actually, <laughs> actually, uh, if if anything, or Bizarro um, because he's coming. I'm comes I'm looking dead, forward right? to a yeah. fully a fully powered badass Superman who wrecks shop on on Steppenwolf, and I want to see as always. You know the sort of idea that. He is a missing part. He is a hole in that team that Batman is putting together. And that any, and again, this is the key again, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Green Lantern, like they are a team. Yeah. A team should be a team. You know, you don't like, 
I love, you know, everyone loves Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan did not win all those rings by himself. Oh, yes, he did. Scotty, <laughs> <laughs> Scotty Pippen was there, you know? Scottie I mean, yeah. you know, all these other people were in support. Yeah, of course. Support functions. I mean, for God's sakes, uh, again, Dennis you know, Rodman. <laughs> yeah, David Dennis Rodman was there, you know what I'm saying? You know, it's so... The worm. <laughs> so, like, I, I like the idea that, you know, there's this sort of, like, hey, I'm bringing this group together, but and mm, I think there's something. But you, you, I think there's something off here. You like the death and return of Superman, the comic, right? I no. think that I um I I understand I I totally understand uh, in both the modern view and even at the time about it. But if you didn't read Superman comics, you don't understand Batman how refreshing no that was Superman. for the period. Well, yeah, because Superman was not good before then either. I mean, he was, no, no, he no, it wasn't. It. Superman was one of the best kept secrets of the 90s comic books. They basically took the template that they had uh, at Marvel, at Spider-Man. Yeah. And what they did was they were like, oh, we've got three titles. Eventually they moved it to four. And they were yeah. like, we can do a, a comic book a week. This is like a television series. Yeah, of course. And they had all of these plans. The death of Superman occurred, and I know I'm getting off for, I'm sorry, Batman, but he, he asked. No, I uh, there, there, Again, is, yeah. is that... Um, they were building towards this fantastic story of the of the wedding, and the Superman comics were very complex post crisis. You know the the, the yeah, reimagining yeah, yeah. of everything, and essentially what happened was is that stupid freaking show Lois and Clark came on, okay, and the comic people were told by the hires up in the corporate offices that. Oh, you're planning on on like getting them married, and they had did all of this groundwork. They did this like, yeah, yeah. Whoa, Lois is falling in love with Clark, not Superman. She falls in love with Clark Kent. Right, right. All right, this is revolutionary for what had been the you know the pre the, the, all the all the other years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, oh, we're building up their character and their relationship, and he's going to tell her who she is, and he does that. All of this happens. There, it's it's a it's a well oiled machine, and then they're told. Yeah, you're gonna have to put that on hold because he. Eh, well, they're probably gonna marry Lois and Clark by like season four or five okay, 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 okay. of the series. So uh, what are we gonna do? And as a joke, they're as like, a let's joke, kill let's kill him off. <laughs> they every they had this like big like you know chalkboard up of like here's what we're doing with this story, here's what we're doing that story, and then one guy who was like I think an artist, and I think it might have been Jerry Wardway or Dan Jurgens, I forget which, basically, and it was like, and next month, and he would always write in. Superman dies. That was his like go-to yeah, joke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so essentially they were like, well, what do we do? And he was like, let's, let's do what we always say that we're joking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to do and let's uh, yeah, yeah. kill him. And what happened at the time was Superman in those comics, because they wanted to be like, Hey, we can delve deeper than just his abilities. He hadn't had a knockdown drag out here's the power Superman has style fight in a very, very long time. Sure. So introducing sort of this, this, this Grendel to the mythology, this, yeah. who is the, the monster that kills the hero was for a lot. It was like, it was a lot. It was like, Oh, someone is going to take out what was then a pretty mediocre justice league. And then like, Who's the only one being on the world that can stop him? We're gonna get, you know, we're gonna get Superman. Thereby, I kind of wonder whether it was a mistake to bring in the death of Superman in BVS, right? Because yeah. what's gonna happen next? It's like, okay, so here's because this is gonna happen, Miguel, hmm. right? Um, 
they defeat Steppenwolf. Or Steppenwolf is out of out of the picture. And then what? They see the they see Dark Side yes. somehow, like through the mother box or whatever. Okay, okay, or cool. maybe it's his own Omega Beams that takes out Steppenwolf. He's not the real enemy. I am, right. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, Dark Side, Doomsday. It's kind of it's kind of ridiculous. Well, no, well, no, 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 no. Because here's though. the things. What Snyder, you know, and he doesn't get credit for this is. He went for a deep mythological take. I understand that. I and get that. in mythologies, it's like you can say like, like you well, see, didn't, why? It, you came too, it came too early. Right. Uh, they had already established the Messiah parallels. All right. And, and there's like nothing about Carpenter Jesus. <laughs> like a total yes. blank slate. No, the, no. the Carpentry you, Adventures you, of you, Jesus. This, you'll watch this by you'll watch this by Justice League Two. I've just put the new the final touches on the on, 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 on the, the Hall of Justice. So Norm Abrams, Norm Abrams. All this has got to go. All this has got to go. Justice League. I'm yeah. sorry, it's, it's got to go down. But like, what he did was built this sort of mythological thing, and so you have to have the character die. And come back Three days and later. be reborn. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Because it is supposed to then be, he has to then have gone through that crucible so that he can fight the God of evil. So, so that him and the disciples can be at that point. I think I'm viewing on on that level. Well, this is the problem with, um, even especially with Batman, because they did uh, Rest in Peace Batman. So it's come to a point, and this is nothing new, right? Yeah. Superheroes dying, there's no consequence of that. You know, how sure, many sure. times yeah. Spider Man's died? Uh, and Wonder that's Woman's not, died. and that's not, and that's a lot of people are like, oh, that's Superman. It's like, there's a little movie called Star Trek Three: The Search for Spock. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there's a little thing Your called. Your name is Jim. There's a little thing called. Your name is Reichenbach Falls <laughs> sure, sure, with sure, sure. Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where this is not, everyone's like, oh, it's all because that's Superman. It's like, mm, it's actually something. There's a little story. Called the Phoenix Saga in the X Men. <laughs> oh my god! You know what I mean? Like again, there's yeah, this yeah. sort of like like that is that is and for this film, what I really hope is that they give everyone their due. I don't want Batman to just overshadow them, and I think that's the smart that's the smart play is not to because he's already popular. If you want to build your franchise, and this is the other problem I've always had with when Batman is interacting with other characters, is like. Warner Brothers DC for many, for 30 years, as long as Batman has been super popular, they've been like, why can't we get any traction with our other characters? Yeah. yeah. And it's like, maybe because every time Batman interacts with them, you make them look like also Rans. Sure. You sacrifice their kind of credibility for a character that's already popular. You don't need to make Green Lantern or Flash or Wonder Woman or Superman look kind of silly compared to the serious and, you know, but they've Real never done Batman. it before. You know, the Flash never done this. So, it's just been running around, you know, chasing. But no, but that's what I'm saying. I think that if the yeah. movie is smart, they will leverage those other characters. Sure. And not just have Batman be like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm here. It's all taken care of. So this is my thing about Doomsday again. I still don't understand why. I just still You're going to come back for a Superman why. show, by the way. I'm going to have to. I don't, I don't read, I never read Superman, but I did read The Death and Return of Superman when I was a kid. And I'm just saying, like, in Batman versus Superman, the Doomsday in that is completely different from the Doomsday of the comics. Yeah. And he's better. Oh. Just way better. Oh, look, look. Doomsday is a plot device. 
in the comics. Oh yeah, in the comics. I'm not. I'm not making some sort of like. But I do get there was that. I do get the appeal. But he's not some multi-layered or interesting. Like, no, well, he just I'm appeared just saying, one I'm day. Just, I'm just saying, like, the, to me, the death of, by the way, of Superman. By the way, when we before we recorded, I, t- I was talking to Jonathan about asinine yeah. uh, uh, fanboy uh, conversations. Yeah. Ground zero right here. We're having one because I'm just I'm just saying because like, he's it's, offended it's, right now. It, it, he's no, offended I'm by the existence of Doomsday. To be like, it's interesting that Superman died. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying that that's not an interesting choice. I'm saying it was executed horribly and it involved literally, I mean, I'm trying to think if I can think of a more just shitty thrown together 90s villain than Doomsday. Or he was cyborg, um, or wait, wait. Cyborg he was Superman. actually he cyborg was, Superman. Al, Alex, this is the thing. <laughs> That's exactly what he was supposed to be. If you look at the design of Doomsday, the claws, the bone spikes, all that. He is the cliche of 90s comics extreme. In other words, the, the you know, the sort of uh, underlying tone there is Superman was killed by the 90s extreme wave that the, you know, that the, you know, so on and so forth. Again, well, you know, we're getting off of that here. Way too I, much credit. I just way wanted to take the time. That, that's what the design I, it was, is, is kind of I, invoking. I, I'm going to close right now because it looks like, you know, everyone, like we're, I said, we're asinine, moving into Superman asinine, territory. Let's, asinine, just, let's just go right into the Superman show right now. <laughs> we're all, we're all, again, we said, this is religion, but we know it's fake. So well, the intensity saying. of our, the intensity of our arguments on it kind of reflect that. <laughs> no, I, I'm just saying I can't. Yeah, again, I, see, you're not going to really as like, in a religious way. Really, you're like, you're like the we comic have this, series, let's, the death and return of Superman. Let let's have this. Exactly. Alex, are you, you're coming like, back. You're you'll come back for this right, right. For the next one and, and be um, offended by the existence <laughs> of that story. Then it's that these things operate on that level. Uh, let me take the time to thank our guests, Josh. <laughs> so, so thank you for coming on the show. Alex Sherba, thank you for coming on the show. We really enjoyed it. Got your Um, blood flowing. Yeah, man. (laughs) Again, so um, stay tuned next time for our next episode. We're going to close up, and this is going to be post-Justice League, which, again, it's just literally right around the corner. Okay, so um, stay tuned for that. And uh, and after that, The Last Jedi. But um, When are we going to have the Batman show? (laughs) We just did. Oh, I thought they were talking about Superman the whole time. <laughs> um, Jonathan, thank you. Uh, thank always, you. always. This was thank a studio. And, and, and uh, kudos, Edward. Oh, well, kudos, Edward. So this was a great job. Ed took the lead on this job. one. So again, yeah, great job. my name is Edward Ding. I'm Miguel Alejandro. And until next time, to be continued. To be continued. Hey guys, thanks for listening to To Be Continued, a fanboy podcast. Our website is www.tobecontinuedafanboypodcast. Check us out on iTunes, Google Play, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.